me last night. Uh, it is 545. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. Big Dick Toledo's around here somewhere. This is the morning sickness, and off we go. Yeah, I got middle of the night, I started waking up. I'm like, oh, boy, here we go. We're draining. It's the first time in a long time I've had it. It's not terrible, but I'm tasting my own uh, uh, egg batter that just keeps sliding around. It's gross, but it's that time of year. Everybody goes through it. Uh, and uh, the Cardinals, though, last night, maybe it's just from my constantly uh, looking at TV going, what's going on? Putting up 40-plus points. And all it took was DeAndre Hopkins to come back and this team looked like a football team, or... Was it uh, the fact that uh, anytime your defense has not looked good and your offense has been bad, put Andy Dalton on the opposition and you're going to be just fine. Serve it up. Andy Dalton helps teams get better. That's for sure. That was fun to watch, though, last night. Nice job, Cardinal fans. And, Brett, your pregame research turned out to be fairly accurate. See? Cliff yeah. Kingsbury's girlfriend is on some sort of location shoot for the next week or so. She's not in town. He has no reason to go home. So he focused all week at work without having to think about that girl waiting for him by that weird fireplace in that awesome backyard of his. Yep, it was the only place to turn. The only work. thing he had was work. He buried himself in work. And look what it did. They looked prepared. They had DeAndre Hopkins in the game plan. Kyler Murray looked. And, and he and Kyler Murray got into it last night, which was they pretty did. fun to watch when he kept saying, Calm the f*** down. He kept screaming at Cliff Kingsbury because Cliff's pent up. I like seeing it. Kyler running over going, calm the F down, basically means he recognized that also Cliff's balls are all swollen no up. Release, He's backed yeah. up. He's had no good release for Eyes over a week. so bloodshot. This is the way to make the Cardinals win, Cardinal fans. You take away that insanely hot girlfriend of Cliff Kingsbury. Put her on the road. Get her out of town uh, during uh, the football season and have him only want her, not have her. The beard was was on it last night. I'm proud of the Cardinals. I don't like the Cardinals, but I'm proud of the Cardinals last night because I am rooting for Cliff Kingsbury to stay in town on the off chance that I get to run into that thing in person. <laughs> Just, you know, maybe you see him at, um, you know, Buck and Ryder or something. And Cliff, and of course, if she was in there, there would be, I'd never get a peek. Maybe it would just be on an off day and it's kind of an empty day and lunchtime and Cliff and that girl roll in and, and my eyes get to be bathed in whatever her ass looks like in person. My God. And there's new jeans. Whatever those jeans Whatever she's got going on. Representing. I don't think it's the jeans, Brady. I'm going to go off on a limb and say I've seen her in jeans and swim trunks and shorts. She makes all the clothes work just fine. Stop these? that, Brett. You mean these? Yeah, those are good jeans. <laughs> don't know. See, now she's in a different pair of pants and those look really nice. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Those are painted on. Yeah, they are. They're happy to be there. Oh, those pants are so happy to be there. You know that fabric? If fabric had feelings, how good it would be to slide up on that rather oh, than like some you're, you're sitting there hanging on a, you're on a on a hanger and a hook at Wayne Bryant, just knowing what's about to put you on is <laughs> what you're about to protect is possibly horrifying. But yeah. this is where she was yesterday. She was uh, apparently. No, she's skiing somewhere. No, she's uh, climbing that's, mountains. That's a oh, Jesus. She's at, a, uh, like Nepal or Everest. something. Jeez. All right. Is she climbing Everest right now? She probably went to the base. Oh. Camp, well, she goes to the base feet. often, and that's why Cliff Kingsbury is a problem. She wanted, she's to the original base. Yeah, she's taking it to the base. <laughs> that's her being hot, climbing mountains. Yeah. I don't think that, that can't be that Everest. Possible. Like a gift shop at Everest. Well, let's see here. Uh, Where is she? And a Purna mountain range. Who knows right. pass. Where over there? It's in Nepal. All right. She's doing good. She's got Sherpas. She's far enough away from the beard, so that it worked yeah. out for us. And she's busy. And probably no cell reception. 
So they're not even talking. This is why Cliff Kingsbury's team won last night and put 40 on the board. Now, 14 of it was defense, but still, the offense couldn't score three points on the worst defense in football last week. They put up whatever they put up yesterday as an offense. Cliff Kingsbury needs that girl to be missing in action. D-hop seemed to be the factor. That's not the factor. It's her. (laughs) She's the factor. We've been right all along. And when Brett said that yesterday, right before we did the picks, his girlfriend's over in some crazy foreign land, and she's been gone for a week. It's like they're going to win this game. He's been he's been at the facility. Coach Tomlin said in his press conference the other day with the Steelers, they said, did the, the, the teammates appreciate all the work that Minka Fat, uh, Fitzpatrick puts in? And Mike said, uh, I don't think they even know how often he's here. A lot of times at midnight, 1 in the morning, it's just he and I. And that made me rest comfortably because that told me Mike Tomlin is in that building 24 hours a day trying to fix what's wrong with his team. That's He's what you want. He's been living there for years. Absolutely. Legendary that Joe Gibbs' wife used to come visit him in his bedroom in his office because he's like, if I come home, all I'll do is think about football. I'll pop up in the middle of the night and drive down here anyway. So she would, instead of him going home, she'd drive to the office and just like have dinner with him, and then he'd go to bed and wake up right there at the place. It's uh, That's what you need as a head coach in football. You need a guy completely obsessed like a dog with a tennis ball. What's interesting about Joe Gibbs, too, is after football. Then yeah. he lived at the racetrack. And then he went inside to do something look, else. I gotta get I'm going home. to obsess over another thing. Not be, not you, ma'am. You can pour all that energy into your family. <laughs> oh, you're serious? I'd never do that. These people are annoying. Yeah, and then I saw that sign on uh, Amazon last night. The teachers want to raise? Yep. What is this? Yeah, Red for Red, you guys can uh, all go f*** yourselves because last night's sign on national television. Now, look at the person next to the sign. That's not fair. The uh, uh, the other guy's at the wrong game. Welcome back. We're in a sun shirt. Hopkins or Hopins. Yeah, that's right. Because there's no P. It's welcome back, Hopins. She forgot the K in Hopkins. I do have to think that that is a group of special people. I'm not yeah. sure. If well, not, they had to have somebody there chaperoning them, so they could have caught the stone. Yeah, and if they are completely special, the uh, the lines are perfectly straight. Yeah. Uh, the letters look good. Somebody helped them with that sign. It's stenciled in, yeah. And they forgot the K. Yeah, so the dude's back looking for Devin Booker. Yeah, oh. there's a guy in a sun's shirt just staring off into the... Basketball! Basketball! <laughs> uh, but welcome back, Hopins. <laughs> Yeah, the Arizona school system on display. Don't want to hear from you guys. Don't want to hear from you. I don't care. Put it up. You spent so much time making that. Yeah. Oh, we forgot the K. Yeah. The sign's ruined. It's still good. People will get it. Spelling don't count. Oh, we'll look like fools. Nah, nobody's going to notice a K missing. Oh, we noticed. And everybody saw it. Like, emails started just flowing to me. I got texts that, they're like, you see this? And they're taxing people to make the school. Everybody went political with it. The school system's going to go... I think it was Huffman first. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they want to tax our schools. They want to tax wealthy people to, to pay for this kind of crap so we can be embarrassed on television. I'm not sure that was a full blanket over the entire ability to spell Hopkins in the city, but it didn't look good because the one try we've got, we're over. Uh, that's not cool. And if you're a big fan of uh, DeAndre Hopins, then... You know, maybe there's a guy on the team named Hopins that came back that we don't know that's on special teams or something. Or they had to drop the kid because there's only one Hopkins in this town. That's Doug Hopkins. That's right. That's right. Oh, maybe that was it. Maybe Doug Hopkins was there and they just they misspelled his name. Yeah. 
He'll buy or sell your K, no questions, or your sign, as is. No inspections, no fees. Whatever's wrong with it, he'll fix. So, yeah, Cardinals win last night. Good game. Uh, my friend had to go out there with some clients, and then one client's like, let's go at, like, 1 o'clock. <laughs> He's like, early oh, tailgate. I guess we'll just head out early. And he texts me, goes, do you want to come down to this? And I'm like, absolutely not. There's no way you can get me into that, especially after the Suns game uh, the night before with what went on. I'm never going to get into a pile of people like that again <laughs> and sit and stand in it. I'll go to the game, but I'm not going to hobnob prior to with people that I'm meeting for the first time. Too much fragility. Unless you're with the guys from Barbecue Islands and uh, Valle Luna no, tailgate. No, 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 Like no. I did last time. I know. Oh. Well, you have a different uh, ability to uh, just rose-colored glasses through the race riot that's going on around you and eat 14 or 15 different uh, piles of Valle Luna. Yeah, I, don't, I have no interest in me- shaking hands going, nice to meet you. I'm done with that. If I have to stand more than five minutes with strangers, I'm going to my seat and I'm sitting quietly. It's over. Those days are over. I have to go to a charity thing tonight. And my neighbors have me in, involved in for uh, some theater group. It's very, I think it's gay. It's probably a gay thing. I don't think it's supporting, like, gay activities. Well, it is supporting gay activities, but not, not all people involved are gay. It's something with Phoenix theaters. I don't know what it is. That sounds pretty gay. It's Flame. gay. Well, yeah. And, and theater, is, that's the theater. theater is automatically gay. But I, it's, it's almost like an SAT question. All people in theater aren't. Well, all, all, <laughs> all gay people aren't in theater, but all theater people are gay. There you go. There yeah. it is. Yes, that's it. And so supporting them is to support gay entertainment, which the I'm arts. all for. They're very good. Yeah, it's one of those, the arts. And they had this table, and they asked if uh, I'd be part of that. And I was like, sure, I'll head on over there. And they asked me in, like, April. And then, you know, October rolls around, and you're like, oh, crap, I did say yes to that. And I do like going out with them. I just don't know, after the other night, if I'm capable of sitting in a room of strangers, especially gay ones. You Although, have to suit up? Yeah. I will say this. I'm not going to. You're supposed to suit up. I'm going to I'm gonna be the rube straight that wanders in a jeans and a nice button. He just wants to make sure everybody knows he's straight. Oh, and don't <laughs> think Michael and Troy don't know that. Got a text yesterday that said, don't forget, John. The dress is cac- or cocktail casual or something like that. I don't know what that means. So you can wear some capris and a yeah. blazer? Yeah. Oh, they tried to dress me for one of their... They did their uh, 1 in 10 event, and that was for, uh, like, shelters for homosexual kids that are abused, which is a really... It's a huge problem I didn't know about. They're all over the city, by the way. There's, like, a whole bunch of different places for these kids to go hang out. They've got, like, uh, as Brett would say, twink hostels. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they called it that when I was at the, at the charity event. They raised a ton of money. It was amazing. Their stories were like, holy cow, how do you not help these people? It was terrible. Uh, but uh, Michael and Troy uh, did everything they could to dress me. They were sending me links to places to buy clothes. Because they knew I was just going to show up rube straight. I'm fine with it. Popping tags. I look fine. Oh, I'll have the tags on because that stuff's going back tomorrow. Uh, one of my jobs today is to go over to the Biltmore and uh, buy my suit for tonight. And that's going back. I will stuff the tags. I will stuff the tags underneath everything. I'm off the rack. I can buy a suit right now and wear it today. I'm off the rack guy. And so those tags will be taped to the inside of each thing. There might even still be a security thing on the side that I have to hide somehow because I'm not going to pay for it. Yeah, I know off the rack. Return mine. It's like, sir, no one else is going to be able to wear this. You're not returning suits. You no, have never your, have. Your ears have to be flown in. Why do I think Michael <laughs> Troy already called ahead and have something picked out for you? They do. You're going to show up, and oh, it's, here you go. This, the, I'm like, where do you? Where should I shop? Like, where? What are you telling me? And they sent me 20 different 
places. People I don't know that I had met at Michael and Troy's house started to send me links to like websites where the clothes are all outstanding, but they're for gays. Like Joseph downstairs would look amazing in all this stuff. He dresses like a gay. He's a he's a very fashionable <laughs> oh, yeah. man. And in order to be super duper fashionable like that, you have to have a little bit of gay. I don't have it. I don't know what to pick out for myself. I know basics. I know how to pick out a black suit and a white shirt. Just get a nice royal blue with a derby, matching derby. And I do like Jeff that. like a NFL line. When I see uh, Michael Irvin on, I look at a suit yeah. and that's fantastic. I would, I would walk right past that and go, clown suit. <laughs> yeah. But when it's on him, it's like, Jesus, that looks great. But then when I see it on a rat, I'm like, I go, what would I, I'd look like a lunatic walking around in that. So, yeah, I'll just, I'll go basic button-up white shirt, can't miss, black, black slacks, pair of shoes that I have to dust. That's the best part about my dress-ups. Oh, I pull, I I pull the shoes down, I look, and I'm like, oof, man, these things have collected. They haven't been, they haven't been worn in ages. Sometimes, like, why do I even keep them? This, this is why. And again, classic black Sergio Ferragamos. They sit in a box for sometimes years, and then I pull them out, and they're still good. And I get people go, like, I love the shoes. I'm like, of course you do. They're never going out of style. They're black, basic shoes. That's why I keep those shoes in the shoe box. Because then you don't have to sit there and spend an hour scrubbing them. With those wooden things? Yep. yep. Oh, yeah. I got those, too. The things that keep it trees. Whatever. Don't know what they're called. Don't care. They just stay in there. They're in there so much more than my feet have ever been. I put them on. It's like a brand new pair of shoes. Yeah, so I got that going on tonight. That'll be fun. But that's the times I've hung out with Michael and Troy at their events. I'm not as worried about them being sensitive or their group of people being sensitive than I am just general everybody now. Like, it's the... The woke world is no longer just... Like, the gay guys are the tough ones. Like, they're fun. They tell horrendous off-color jokes. You can goof with them. You can you can make fun of them. And we have a good time uh, being just... It's comfortable. It's relaxed. You can't do that with uh, normal straights anymore. I like when Michael and Troy go off because it'll be two drinks in and somebody will have called me bitch at least ten times. At least. Oh, bitch. Will you pass that... And it's just basically... Pass that bread knife, bitch. You've been hogging it all night. Huh? Oh, sorry, bitch. It's and right then next to your yeah. And then I catch myself in the middle of it going, oh, here we go. She's going to start crying about something. We're talking about Michael and Troy. They end up calling each other she. It's a gay thing. Oh, she's all over it tonight. They, they, they hit each other with the different pronouns, and I giggle all night long. You have your Aunt Allen. Yeah. Similar crap. Like, the jokes are... They're funny people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, some of them I'm just like, did you really just yeah, say that? Yeah, mean yeah. and just way gone. Yep. I'm like, this is the type of people I need to hang out with, which is why I've made the big switch. I will remain virtuous tonight because I know I am a commodity this evening. This Never tight know, meat. Maybe that right person. Meat. No, 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 no. I'm not giving it up in this thing. <laughs> this tight meal that I've got walking behind me all the time, Brady, this <laughs> delicious corn factory I've got brewing. That is going to be in demand once they find out, yeah, I'm gay, but I'm a virtuous platinum gay. I'm, I'm untouched, like walking on the first snow. They're going to want this, so i got to be very careful now. And then nobody's getting it. He's bringing Megan just to be his bouncer. Yeah, look, she's there. <laughs> she's, she's the beard. <laughs> but uh, this back door is closed for business. I gotta, I'm not only, you're going to have to wine and dine me for years before I give that thing to somebody. Not happening. But the the dual income of a gay and me, forget about it. What a life. <laughs> Fantastic. 
So, yeah, I got that tonight. I got to do that. But, yeah, I'm not uh, nowhere near excited about it because it's leaving the house, and I'm done with that stuff. I don't like it. I was watching a thing on YouTube yesterday about uh, problematic costumes for Halloween. Like, here we go. And some lady is on a crusade to get rid of the witch. Ask yourself why you would. uh, Tell me why you would think when I say, oh, they're going to try and ban witch costumes. This is her goal is to make the witch passe and uh, not a costume anymore. Think, Think of the reasons why. I've got a few. What is it? What's number one? Uh, because it's contra- it's embracing um, spells and stuff. Very not anti. Up. That's what religion. I thought. Ugliness. Not, not brought up. It doesn't doesn't help ugliness. Body shaming. A little bit of body shaming. The main reason why is the broom brings up antiquated thoughts of a woman's role. <laughs> She's she should be sweeping up, which I think is yeah. a positive thing. Yeah, I do too. And a woman with a broom is seen as a witch and like it's a woman's uh it's like her it's like looking at a plumber with a pipe and a you know a plumber's, yeah. a plumber's yeah, yeah. wrench I mean, it's let's, like, oh, let's go over some pictures stereotype. a bunch of pictures with a guy with a broom and a woman with a broom it enhances better with the broom right, i agree it enhances the stereotype of a woman's role and i'm like nobody has ever thought of that until you just said it i'm with you and then she did go into the thing about uh, body shaming and Making anybody who isn't beautiful a witch. Could oh, we? Um, Jesus I mean, Christ! It's a Halloween costume. I'm okay with uh, ditching the broom. Well, that's you their know, that's their mode of transport a, you know, for kids. It's a pain to carry the broom. Give and them a the little broom. Bag. Ah, that's a kid's problem. That's a kid's decision. That's the only kid's decision they should make. If they want to be a witch, they have to recognize a broom comes with that. If it's too much to carry, then you got to pick another costume. It's like the year I went out is what I thought was Darth Vader, but my mom made that homemade thing, so I was just Spaceman, and I had the stick with a tinfoil lightsaber. And then I realized, carrying my my uh, my little pumpkin that's supposed to fill with candy, this lightsaber and having this cape on is going to be a mess. So what I do after about two houses, ran home. Don't need the lightsaber. Got to drop some of this stuff. Nobody thinks I'm Darth Vader anyway because my mom made this costume. So now I'm just Spaceman. The lightsaber didn't make sense in the first place. You analyze... You assess after house three, is this working out? Then you run back to the house, you fix what's wrong, and then you go after the rest of the night. Load up. Yeah, witches can't. She she's dying to get rid of it because it's just it's male toxicity. It's a man's world that has painted a woman as a witch. And basically, she was saying the word bitch and witch are basically the same, and it's uh, it's it's anti-feminine. It, it's hateful towards women. Nobody has thought that until you said so. And this morning I get up, and they're trying to ban the Playboy bunny because right, of the, the logo. No, the the costume for girls. I know oh. kids are wearing the Playboy. Only hot whores yeah. in colleges. I draw the line right there. And Kylie Jenner and Bella Thorne. And that's what TMZ makes a fortune off of is taking pictures of those. So they wore them, but they're like, we have to do it because, A, uh, you know, it's the Playboy thing. But they... Uh, they said now that is, what was the phrase? Um, oh, perpetuates the rape culture. It, it's the reason people rape is because girls are dressed as Playboy bunnies. Playboy is the you reason. You start uh, looking yeah. at a lot of costumes. Right. So. Oh, Playboy's the reason there's rape, they say. Uh, uh-uh. That's not it. It's uh, Yeah, that's what, so they're saying that that's it. And the reason why is because all these woke people just watched the documentary on Netflix about Hugh Hefner. And suddenly, 
they're they're able to uh, solve the world's problems because that's it. But yeah, getting rid of the plate. Good luck with that. Hot girls in college want to look like whores at Halloween. That's that's a fact. That's that's just, we've made <laughs> we've made jokes about like them dressing up as bugs, and that wasn't enough. Like back in the day, you'd just be a big giant bug. And then somebody said, I work too hard and I look too hot. And I got I got a five-year window here from being 19 to 24 where I'm actually good. I'm going to show it off. And then the next thing you know, they're sexy ladybugs. And which I don't understand how they sexualize the ladybug, but they nailed it. It got good quick. That's the good thing is, if, you know, if they get the power so much that it yeah. eliminates the Playboy bunny, you can't stop the sexy. They'll For- turn anything into sexy. I, I forgot. What the costume party was. I was around Halloween in Vegas, and I saw something I'd never seen before. Whore lion. And the girl didn't understand that she was the male lion. She had a a thong on and a tail shooting out of the top of her thong. Pantyhose that were kind of... It was amazing. And just a bra. And then this, like, Eskimo hat that had the, the mane, the lion's mane. And she was whore lion. And I'm like, you're a whore male line. You're like, a kid, like you're not even the girl line. You you're- have to copulate 150 <laughs> times that day. Right. You better get on it, sister. <laughs> you should have included the giant dong that would come with that costume, but you've you've decided to just make it whore human lion. What are you? I'm a cowboy, I think. What are you? Whore lion. Holy cow! I didn't know those were a thing. I'm a lioness. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, you gotta you gotta smash me. You turned a male lion into a female college whore. Good for you. God bless you. That's what Halloween is. Yeah, ASU is worth driving around on the Halloween weekend and just taking a look at chicks walking from one dorm to another, limping, usually full of the last dorm, you know what I mean? And they walk over. That's perpetuating rape culture. They made the choice to put that outfit on. It doesn't mean they should be raped, but I don't think rape is being a whore. They're mad at you. Like one of the comments on the on the thing about the Playboy Bunny costume was basically like uh, Hugh Hefner ruined the lives of more women than he helped. I disagree. You gotta see the other uh, docu-drama series on Hugh that glorifies what Hugh has done. Good, that <laughs> needs to happen. They chronicle the business yeah. and uh, some of the stuff that he's done. It's- yeah. And how is it different than any other painting from the 1600s of naked bras? Right? Like, we still look at Renoir and all that. I don't think he ever painted naked ladies, but I don't know if Rembrandt or whoever. But there was those fat old naked ladies that would lay on those uh, settees. How is that not perpetuating a rape culture when that was going on back then? But we still, they're revered. He was an artist with a camera. That's all. And he had a good idea. And proof of that was he turned pictures into a billion-dollar thing. And won a Supreme Court deal to say that his magazine was not pornography because the articles were so incredibly good. The Supreme Court ruled that it can be, Playboy can be in an office place because it's not pornographic. Penthouse lost that deal. Penthouse was like, we want in too. And they're like, Guccione, you need to take a seat. Take the beaver hunt Because you've got too many people peeing on each other for us to consider your articles to be the main reason your uh, magazine exists. Yeah, Hugh Hefner was uh, every man's dream. And, and now this modern day loser that I can't stand that's happening to our culture looks back at something from another time and says, the grotto at uh, Playboy Mansion? Disgusting. Men. Men are single. What kind of man? Twinks? No. Like, like guys that, well, you know who it is? It's Captain Save-A-Hose. Oh. 
Because of the absence of fathers in homes, mothers have raised a bunch of Captain save Because they're too emotional, and they don't have that moment where their dad's like, all right, here's how it works. They're, they're always trying to make mom happy. So they say things like, Hugh Hefner's grotto was gross. Wouldn't you want to be friends with that guy? Not me. I don't want to go there. The women inside are loose. Huh? <laughs> what do you mean you don't want to go in there? We're in Tempe. All the women here Step are loose. Step aside. I'm this going is, in. You're ridiculous. More for me. The candy bowl is mine. Yeah, some dude uh, sitting on that YouTube thing talking about how witches need to go. I'm like, why do you care? Stop it. But don't dress your little kids up. as That's where I would draw the line. If you've got a little kid dressed as a Playboy bunny, then you are a problem. You're a weirdo. Here's where it's going along the lines like you're saying. Uh, someone on Reddit asked guys to name things they're sick of being judged for. Yeah. Liking women. Having non-manly hobbies. I'm just tired of it. Oh. This is what new. This is what the new male is. For. Pampering yourself with things like massages. It seems like women can get all the spa treatments they want, but if guys do it, they're weird. Um, taking long, relaxing, relaxing showers. Tired of being harassed. This is what this. guys are getting. This was yeah. Ordering a cocktail or a girl drink instead of a beer. Tired of being harassed. Oh, here's that. the thing. Did Larry, Any, did Larry? Yeah, I was going to say, it's Larry McFish. <laughs> oh, well, I'll say this. Any guy who answers the question, what are you tired of being harassed about, and answers it at all, be judged. Isn't a man. Yeah. If you're if you're a man and you're like, I'm so sick of being judged, you're half a man. Guys, I love to knit. That's the thing about, like, uh, like, we golf with Eric Bryan from Precision. Yeah. And you realize midway through. Eric said something on a text uh, thread to us once that was uh, inappropriate at best and hilarious, but he misspelled it. So I fired back that the spelling of it was wrong. And I said, and I am offended because if you're going to do it, do it right. And he he wasn't sure. And in this day and age, dudes being dudes, he texts me. He goes, hey, if you were really offended, I want to make sure. And I'm like, oh, dude, it, you cannot. I am duck feathers. You cannot offend me. And that you could audibly hear in his text a sigh of relief. Oh, good. I'm so sick of. Pussy friends that get all insulted and fragile boys. And I'm like, I'm not one of those. Like, make any joke you want around me. Just don't, don't get us into fistfights. That's all. And uh, and just keep it with us. Don't start barking at other people. Don't drag in the outside. That's the only time, I, that's the only time I'm like, I'm annoyed. Or to make sure he was in the trust tree. Right. And once, once we're in. Funny is funny. The jokes got hilarious. We're dudes. We're not supposed to be offended by what other guys say. If you order a Midori Sour, like Larry does. We're going to rip you. I will go so far as to say any man that's ever sat next to me, grown man, and orders a rum and a spiced rum and coke is catching hell from me. And I'm gonna first question I'm gonna ask: What sorority were you in? How come you're still doing this? Uh, when you were a college girl, do you have like fond memories of your rum and soda? I was dying laughing last time we had a Javier's and I had that mango margarita. Oh, you're never gonna and hear the end the, of it. Oh, I'm looking hilarious. at that, I'm like, good order. Because Brady's pounding. So good. <laughs> We're in Florida at that gay bar, and you got a pineapple sticking out of here. I'm like, what are you doing? I don't think this is a gay bar. I think that drink's going to make you gay. I think it's it has to be a gay bar. Yeah, you can't do it. And More guys, mac and cheese, Agador. Real guys like the locker room teasing. Sissies are the ones who can't get involved. I have a family member that I'm no longer speaking with because we had a fun weekend together, and then I teased him about it, and then he... In his 30s, told his mother 
but he's not sure I like John anymore. He really started to make fun of me, and it started to hurt my feelings. His mother got involved that I should apologize, and I did. And he's like, I just don't know that we can be friends. You tend to get a little abrasive. And I'm like, good. Best phrase I've ever heard in my life is we can't be friends because you're the worst pussy I've ever met in my life. Now I can say it. At the time, I thought he was a nice guy. Then that happened, and I'm sitting there chatting with his mother. He told his mom. Yeah, he go. told his mom, who I happen to know. And mom said, well, he's a little upset with you. Why? I guess you got a little rough with him on the text about his dating. Yeah, because he's... The micro-penis thing was a little too far. <laughs> I hit a nerve somewhere. But we're sitting there throwing barbs. We're fellas. First weekend I'd ever really spent with him. Like, this guy's pretty fun. We had a good time. So he threw a couple of little extra... A couple of little Zinger. elbows. It was a zing, zing. Huh? How about that? I don't like that he made fun of my dating so that's one person to dismiss out of your life. Any guy who's sensitive. Have you ever gotten an email from a guy that said, you offended me when you said, just be like, all right, this is the last text we're going to exchange. Pussies. World full of them. That's why I like hanging out with you guys. <laughs> Stuff that goes on around here. My goodness. This is a... This is a Nobody talks about my mom. I'll tell you, that this is a dangerous train to jump on. It's moving fast. So oh, if yeah. you get on it. You better be ready to hear some stuff because it's pretty amazing. Anyway, toughen up, Buttercup. That's what I say. I'm just sick of women getting mad at me because I get massages every day. I'm sick of being judged. Well, you know what you could do about that? Stop getting massages every day. I can't believe you called me a name for my just general desire to want physical happiness. You can get massages, but do it like our parents did. Keep it quiet among your friends and then joke later. I've gotten a pedicure or two in my life, and I realize that it's a feminine activity. You know how I know that? The only guy in there every time. It's a bunch of ladies, tons of them. And I know what pedicures actually are, a woman's desire to own a slave. That's it. Poor women don't like getting pedicures because it reminds them too, too much of how close they are to actually being a slave. They can't, they, they, they're almost the lady. Somebody washing and cutting your toenails? And, no, and I've talked to every woman I've talked about this. You know they're not trained to do they don't. They go to a school. They go to a two-week seminar led by their other family members from Korea who are over here. And they're all saying the same they're thing. They're born that way. I had a dude when I was there last time. Yeah, they're born with the knowledge of your feet being <laughs> how to trim it. And then they're all like, oh, the massage feels so good. All they do is just take both hands and just basically jerk off your calf. There's no like science to the massage or a pedicure, and I'm but looking. There's I'm like, something magical about that motion. There is, n- uh, oh yeah, uh, it's physical contact yeah. and somebody rubbing your muscles that have been working. It feels nice, but they're not doing anything special that you couldn't do yourself. It is a, it basically, it's a white woman's desire to have a slave from another country. It makes them feel powerful. I was in that one with the last pedicure I got. I'm in there, and I'm like, ah, where's my slave? And they're like, they don't like to be called that. Of course not, because it would uh, blow the cover off of this thing. Like, right, where's my slave? We pay them. All right, where's my indentured servant then? And in wanders the dude who was just on a ladder changing the light bulbs. And he's got a towel over his shoulder and a bucket. And he starts running water for me. And I'm like, well, this is no good. And he goes, how you doing? I'm like, I'm fine. Oh, man, you got screwed. He's the owner. He's in a flannel shirt and jeans. And then this guy's rubbing my feet. And that's when I realized there's no space. He's just filling the void of a an open seat. He, he's, he's down a gal. 
and he's got to take over for a second. He's Chris. Uh... Chris Valenzuela. <laughs> yeah. And let me tell you this. He did a great job trimming my toenails and painting them blue, which I always make him paint it because if I'm going to get a slave, they're going to do all the work. Women hate that. Your pedicures are basically your desire to own slaves. You got a dude in the form. And a dude comes, I, I literally watched him change the light bulb, and I'm thinking to myself, that's dangerous. Because, like, he's on a ladder next to all this equipment, and he wasn't far away from people getting their fingers done. And I'm sitting in that massage chair that I'm, the last time that was cleaned, I have no idea. There's no way that thing's sanitary. And uh, I'm looking up, and he changes the bulb right over these ladies' stuffs and puts another one and gets off the ladder, puts the ladder away, and then he comes right around the corner with his bucket and his towel for me. And I start laughing. I'm like, all right, well. You had Quan I think Cobain that's to make you feel more comfortable. Our apologies. Quan Cobain. Hey, hey, grungy Quan. Go get the rest of Soundgarden and bring him on in here. That's hilarious. Yeah, but yeah, so then I realized anybody in this building is trained and capable of trimming my toenails to a level and washing my feet because that's all they do. And then they take that cheese grater and just scrub it. Everything I could be doing at home that I choose not to because it's better when a slave does it. Hilarious. And they talk to each other openly in front of women that they think can't speak English. And I love... I, that is the best part of a pedicure is sitting there listening to the other ladies while they, you know, they're in their thrones... It's oh. the ultimate bartender for some of those. People. They don't talk to the person. I know those the people don't want to them. No, the one I go to, the ladies whisper to each other down by your feet. Oh, and they don't talk to the women in the chairs. The women in the chairs talk to each other. I'm talking to the slave. You want the blue? You want the blue? Yes, I want blue. Don't interrupt me again. Anyway, for Thanksgiving we're going to have this blah, blah blah blah. It's just, it is. It's the ultimate pampering because that's what they really want. So it is weird when a guy goes in and, and, like, gets into the role. But, yeah, ladies, your pedicures are pure ego play. That's all that is. And the, the faster you recognize it, the faster we won't make fun of it. But that's really it. And I admire it because you figured out a way to enslave an entire race of people, and nobody's mad at it. My Most dad uh, loved him the last five years. Sure, getting your feet washed is nice. Yeah. It's biblical. He'd go to this place called... Uh, Candyland spa and nails. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the strippers would come out and wash his feet. <laughs> yeah. Hey, 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 look at that. How you do? Look there's at that, There's where that three to five hundred and the ATM would always. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Why don't you rub <laughs> those cans in my calf while you trim my disgusting toes? Yeah, it's very nice to have somebody wash your feet. If you offered to wash my feet right now, wouldn't it be a bit of a class drop off for you? Isn't that what the Bible yeah. says? Well, that's humble why, yourself. That's why Christ did it. Right, to he show that he's humble and feet. beneath the other people. Yeah. Not afraid of it. I'm not afraid to show you that I'm beneath you. I'm your slave. You made an industry out of it. And women are like, it is not. They're well-trained. They're well-trained as doctors in their homeland. And then some sort of political strife broke out and they had to fly here. I have cousin in Phoenix who does pedicure. I lose everything. And then you think you're cool for throwing him a saw bucket. In. Here you go. Here's your 10. Take that back to your hovel and enjoy your meal tonight. Ronnie is kind of my Jesus in a way, except not because she won't give me a pedicure. I've never asked, but yeah. I know well, she That's what would. she does for a living. That's what she does she for She doesn't a want to do it for you? No, like if I'd really? say, yeah, I'm off uh, limits most of the time. And then even when my dad <laughs> would come in town. 
She's not touching. Go down Bogan the street to uh, Holly. She's not touching your feet. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. That's strange. Like you'd think she'd want to practice on you or something. Yeah. I'm and do like, some work. And you want to get a free one in here? Just keep your skills sharp. I think if I really wanted one, maybe <laughs> yeah. I could. But I'm not going to. Ronnie doesn't work at one of the places. No, the place I go is very nice. It's in Paradise Valley, but they've they've it's hired out a bunch of old doctors from China that now just trim and wash feet. Oh, they're popular place. <laughs> oh yeah, very. Women love slaves. They love now the one that Ronnie's at. You're right. It's that barber shop of ladies that just gossip. Well, now she just you know has her clientele at right. They come into the house. Yeah, and there's where the bartender comes in. Yeah, that's different. That's for women who just have problems and want to talk to them. Probably not a lot of friends and stuff. They got to confide in some lady who washes their feet. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if even anything, if the services even happen sometimes. No kidding. Just talking. Ugh. Broad talk. You got a special room for that, right? It's not in the yeah. middle of the house. Okay. Good. Yeah. Perfect. Anyway, ladies, stop dressing up like whores. What? Said no, no man ever. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Brett Panic. Yeah. Yeah. Brett Panic. He's right. <laughs> Playboy bunny you? costume should you be. Shut the, your mouth. Playboy <laughs> bunny costume should be the only thing that's worn. And I don't know who they're trying to stop it from, uh, because they're not selling them to kids, and kids don't know what Playboy is. So it's only for the whores that we would want them to be. And the dangerous thing is stop selling them to people over the age of 35. We don't see that either. There's a cutoff on and the... And over uh, I 120. I cutoff. Of- yes. It can't be for a woman with more than 120 pounds on her, on her frame. Yeah. Brett's nailed it. So yeah, let's get into actually making it so this is what we really want. Here's what men are really thinking while we nod and go, it's terrible what the Playboy Mansion has done to women. What we're really thinking is... Uh, God, I hope you never try on a Playboy outfit. You're fat. <laughs> it's not a Playboy yeah. hippo. Yeah, it's not supposed to be for big women. There's, It's supposed to be for glorious women who used to pose nude that we wanted to look at. Not like today's uh, nude models, which are fat pigs who are proud of their uh, cesarean scars. That's the same with the Harley Quinn outfits, though, too. Those those should be banned for most There's people gonna anymore. There's going to be so many this year again. Uh, that is like, should it's... never happen. And it's really just a bunch of housewives in their 40s that are... Somehow or another, thinking that that's a good idea. They should modify it. Harley thin. Yeah, yeah. Harley. Well, no, just don't sell the big sizes. If there's if medium, max medium. But I want to be Harley Quinn. We've done no work for the last 11 months to make you uh, believable as Harley. What did we say last year? Farley Quinn. Yeah, Farley Quinn was a good one. <laughs> Chris yeah, you- Farley Quinn. That's funny. And you're fat, so you're automatically a funny lady. Unless you can, I might pull that one off this year. Farley Quinn is great. <laughs> Let the ladies be far. The big fat ladies go. I know I'm not Harley Quinn, so I. But I wanted to be, so I'm Farley Quinn. I'm the big one. Is that your uh, Night of the Singing Dead costume? That's pretty Farley good. Ready to go as Farley Quinn. <laughs> In the Joker's van. I'm gonna kill you. In the Joker's van down by the river. It's perfect. Farley Quinn's great for all you biggins. Stop dressing up as Harley Quinn and saying you're body positive. Because when you leave, everybody talks about how negative your body looks. I mean, they should make that costume only in one size. In Margot Robbie size, if you can't fill it <laughs> that's or right. you overfill it, right. that's it. And instead, and, and women will pick up the thing and go, this is size P. Is that petite? Or- no, no, that's perfect. It's only for perfect people. <laughs> y- you Put it down. But I want to wear the Harley Quinn. Are you a size perfect? Because <laughs> otherwise, no. Here's one for you. It's the cow. But I was the cow last year. And you've done nothing different. (laughs) You are going to slide into the cow outfit. Utters all of it. People will laugh. They're going to make Chick-fil-A jokes. That's your costume. But I want to be sexy. 
Mm, do you? Because you don't look like you're putting any effort into that. Should have thought that about that last year, sister. <laughs> yeah. You know where you'd be sexy is in the next 10, 11 months, uh, you start working out for next Halloween. I should be able to do whatever I want. Well, sorry. <laughs> I should be able to think whatever I want, and you're going to try to get my job for this. So look here, Chunks, put on the cow outfit and get out of here. Let's move you over to this section of the uh, Spirit Halloween store. <laughs> Uh, it's 6.25. Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800. A good one! And we'll scream it together. It's 98 KUVD. Wake up! A sinner comes before you. Oh, and God, beg here for it forgiveness. Comes. Oh, hot, 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 hot. Hot, 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 All right, I'll forget. I play this again. I play this again. A sinner comes before you. And begged for forgiveness. I play it because... A jury has found that Kevin Spacey is not guilty of what he was accused of. They did not believe the story uh, almost, what, 35-something years ago of the guy who said that he was sexually assaulted or whatever by Kevin Spacey. A jury has cleared Kevin Spacey of wrongdoing. Does it mean he didn't do it? Nope. Does it mean he is innocent of this? Nope. Does it mean he is not guilty of it? Yes. What does it mean for all the people who have canceled him, oh, taken jobs done. away? Yeah. He has lost a fortune and not guilty, not liable, at least, in the sexual assault. Now, people are going to want to dig their heels in and go, yeah, but we know this, and he definitely had that, and he kind of admitted it. He is found not liable in the suit brought on by the very guy who said that it happened. He was 14. Kevin Spacey was 26. This was uh, years ago. A jury of five men and six women deliberated for 90 minutes, uh, and the verdict was read. The lawyers seemed dejected completely, evidently, as they left. Spacey dropped his head. The verdict was announced. Uh, His attorney said, I'm grateful to the jury for seeing through these false allegations, which are now what their claim is, that it never happened. No truth. No truth at all. Any of the allegations. Right. The... the guy who made the acquisition says he's deeply grateful for the opportunity to have his case heard before a jury and thank the members of the jury for the service. The lawsuit's always been about shining a light as part of a larger movement that stands up against all forms of sexual abuse, a world that is free from sexual violence of any kind. Well, the jury said there was none. And now what with Kevin Spacey cancel culture? Now what? Because if I'm Kevin Spacey... Who lost his job on, was it House of Cards? Is that the name of the show he was on? Yes. yes. It, that, that was a lucrative job. He has lost God knows how the many movies. The billionaire uh, where he filmed the movie. Oh, that's right. And they ended up. And he was the lead. They put uh, Christopher Plummer in his place or yeah. something like that. Like in the last second, they reshot all those things. You're right. And that went on to win Academy Awards or be nominated and stuff. Uh, the countless amount of roles he wasn't considered for because of this. Um, I'm not saying Kevin Spacey's a good guy. I'm saying that in America, back before it went crazy, you know, the court of public opinion didn't loom Wait large for the trial. like this. It did not. Well, they didn't, though. We never have done that. No, we haven't. But we used to always be a little bit less. I, I, you just kind of have to lay behind the couch and lick your wounds until it all came out in the wash. There was no just, this is it, it's over, he's done forever. And that's what happened to Kevin Spacey. Um, he still has one case left. In right. L- in London. This was the big one, though. In London's the one that's got the other guy, but this is Accused this was of, huge. I don't know. This one's, uh, yeah, this one was the biggest one, so maybe it's looking yeah. good for him in London. 
sexually assaulting three men while he was the artistic director of the theater. Who knows? Yeah. And maybe that goes the other way in a British court where you're guilty until you're proven innocent. But here, I mean, the dude has lost. I, I can't even count how much money he's lost. I can't imagine in, a, in my head how much money he's lost. Does he have a right to get it back? Would we further hate Kevin Spacey as a society is if he got his lawyers to start suing you know the executive producers the the uh, people who didn't stand behind him the jobs lost who does he sue does he sue this rep kid rap even if kid? he does he, he wants to get his money this... back from that kid well, he yeah, won't but I mean, got no money right he can't sue the kid who got him but he can try to ruin him the way you yeah, know but I mean at the end of the day Right, and it, it isn't about money. Yeah. It would be about, uh, oh yeah, I'm going to crush you. Oh yeah, you're never going to make a dollar again without it coming to me first. And that's, ba- and you know, I'll never get the money that I lost, but I'm taking all of yours. You're he not going to have this uh, London thing out of the way. But right now, the way Hollywood works, it's all about you know, it's potential, phenomenal redemption deal. Okay, you're back in the mix. He's going to is know, he people it, because he's controversial still to some. Nobody's people. touching him. He's not, not yet. Not, not yet, but I, I agree, think I agree with what Brady's saying. There'll be a, there'll yeah. be a comeback. Well, there'll be a comeback, sorts. and yeah. it'll be weird, yep. and it'll be a movie that is not there'll be good. jokes about it. And yeah, and it won't be like a high-end production. Like, you know, he's busy doing another star, that, but it still hangs over him a little bit. He won't be in the... Is Mel Gibson... Well, Mel Gibson was on... The, the dangerous thing about Mel Gibson was he was on tape saying the things. Yeah. Good. We got Mel Gibson doing it. So it's easier to just go. He like we caught him. He is no jury had to decide whether or not Mel Gibson said anything. We all heard it, and it's like, oh, he's and agree disagree that he was drunk, lost his mind, heat of the moment, said some terrible things. You should allow people, you know, some transgressions in life, and say this might have been his rock bottom, and we got to peeping Tom our way to it. Unfortunately, that was supposed to be something that was between two people and it got to all of us and allowed us to have judgment on it, which isn't fair because put yourself in those shoes. Last time you were uh, irrationally angry and started to scream something at somebody and you realize, oh my, is this even who I am? So everybody's had that moment. And two different occasions. And now imagine, yeah, now imagine, uh, you know, your inner thoughts basically being transcribed and put out on Twitter and guaranteed to be you. You would be a dead man, too. So was Mel Gibson a dick and was he a horrible person? Uh Uh-huh. But is it constant? Did he deserve to lose every job he had? We all knew he was going to be in trouble for it. Kevin Spacey, however, accusations. Turned out a jury says not enough here. I mean, the dude is entitled to something. I think. You know, yeah. by that rationale, I, I, isn't I he entitled to a comeback? Absolutely, and that would be the apology that we would demand of him had he been guilty. As a society that doesn't understand why we need an apology but would get one, the apology back to him would be, "Forget it. I am allowed to do movies again, and you guys can come to him." And our apology would be going to a Kevin Spacey movie. Our apology would be like, "We accept you back into the fold," but it won't happen. Even though he's innocent, though, are people still going to? Some no, higher hell. No, 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 no. People have made up their minds. He's screwed. That, yeah. The danger of the court of public opinion is it doesn't change. He bought his innocence. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't change. Well, yeah, you, you'll you'll make an excuse of why he's for. Oh, of course, rich guys get away with it. That kind of thing will happen. Or it, it's never going to be just because it wasn't enough. The people who have dug in and hate it will make an excuse to, that he's still a horrible person. And the jokes about him have been. But what the they Netflix are. documentary, you know, will be a nice little page. It'll be a great documentary, and he'll yeah, maybe. 
But I'm not, I'm not a company that's going to risk my name to put money on that right now. Not until the London thing's done. Yeah, it'll be then, then yeah, it'll be ten or fifteen years before Kevin Spacey's old bones will be in some documentary talking about this. I don't think he wants to talk about it, but it may be the only job he can get right now. Does he even want to jump back in after being you know? Other they than all lose do. a lot of money for but some I reason. Egos for yeah. some reason, all of them want to be. He did that video where he sat in front of the fireplace as the character he wasn't allowed to be anymore yep. to tell America how things were going. Remember that weird. He was the president from House of Cards, and after he'd gotten fired, like a year later, he did that. Was it a Christmas thing where he? Yeah, wrote, it was just strange because it's like you got a lot going on. You know, it's that uh, it's a very strange situation because whether or not I believe Kevin Spacey is a weirdo, which I do, and he's done no favors to the public as far as like making himself embraceable. Over the years, he's not—he's not like one of those teddy bear types where you liked him anyway. He was kind of prickly anyway. Uh, but now that he's—that this has happened, you're sort of sitting there thinking: think about if that was in your situation, that the whole world just threw you under the bus. You've lost all your jobs. You've lost all prospects. You've lost it all. And then it turns out later, you might not have done it. You might have been telling the truth. Whether people believe that or not is no longer in question. They've it's made a, up their minds. Yeah, it's a weird thing cast. in the court of opinion because you've mentioned before. Jack Nicholson's stories are legend about yeah. what he's maybe done, maybe not done, what's been accepted. He's done his company not. that he's That's hanging around yeah. with. Yeah. Roman Polanski right. had the, the rape in his party. And he's gotten a pass the entire time because he's Jack Nicholson. He didn't do anything. He was just adjacent to bad things. He never got caught doing something. Well, in But he had case, parties with 15 and 16-year-old girls. to leave. Which, by the way, used to be a thing. Used to be a huge thing. It's not necessarily something we're proud of, but it used to be a thing. And it used to and you can't hold people responsible for that now. If they didn't know it was bad then because it was just, yeah, it's against the law, but eh, everybody turns a blind eye to it. Drunk driving used to be that way. Used to be able to give a cop like twenty bucks yep. and go, Are we good? I'm sorry. Or they would just say, Get out of here. My uncle got pulled over by a cop while he was drinking. And he's like, We need to get you home. Like right now. Like the goal was to make sure he got home. Like, you weren't going anywhere else, but they'd get you home. And then it turned into a thing where it's like, this is not working. People are dr-. And it was the right thing to do. But you're not going to go back and go, he used to drive drunk all the time and never got caught for it. Now we're going to punish him today. This retroactive punishment thing is, is not right. And if you've, you know, it's 55 years later when you say, yeah, I didn't like that happening. You've lived your life long enough to know that maybe you just took care of it. If Kevin Spacey was serial raping kids... From, from that time on, then people need to know. But if you're one guy that happened to 45 years ago and you have no evidence of it or proof of it, there is some sort of a thing to say, I want people to know this. But also there's a deal where you're like, I need to just deal with it myself. Because I'm going to... The ridicule that will cause ripples through many, many lives might not be worth it. Sorry, the thing I thought of was look inward and I immediately... Yeah, look inward and then Brett's going to laugh. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Look inward. I don't think anybody's, you know, in some sort of a, a situation where somebody assaults you that you shouldn't tell or do something about it. And sometimes it takes a long time. But when the jury comes back and says, eh, well, court of public opinion doesn't matter here. We haven't seen any evidence to, to put belief on this. You're free to go. And this is no longer in question. And that guy's getting no money from it. What what do we do as a society now to fix that other than Kevin Spacey's got like more court battles to fight on money he lost?
And the, the biggest one will be that movie and the House of Cards, yep. which just canceled them because they didn't want to stand behind the guy. And rightfully so at the time. Those are pretty serious accusations. But once that one's done, I immediately team up with Alec Baldwin for a Western. <laughs> right. Do a Western with all the other. Canceled in the Old West. I'd watch that. Kevin, we have to get out there and shoot some people. Haven't we done that enough? You need to rescue that small boy. No way. <laughs> Kevin Spacey watched a little boy drowning. Please, sir, help me. No. <laughs> I don't touch kids anymore. It's not worth it. I'm drowning. I'm not getting in there. Let me get him. <laughs> Alec, quit shooting at him. Put him out of his misery. That's the way things work in the old west. Yeah, Alec Baldwin and him need to do a movie together. You go in town and feel it out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing that. That's the only line Kevin Spacey needs to learn is, I'm not doing that. As Alec keeps telling him what's in. That school bus full of children is burning. You need to go pat them down. I'm not doing that. They're burning to death, you bastard. I'm not doing that. I guess the only thing to do here is shoot them. Put them out of the misery. Yeah, I, but it is kind of a weird thing because it's like, all right, everybody. All right, TMZ. And the TMZ covers their ass by writing the word allegedly all the time. But they, they paint they paint the picture and never sign it. Well, then they they do the media tours. Like, people from news organizations have people from TMZ yeah. on to talk about something they know nothing yeah. about. As the experts of people who follow celebrities around, they're like, yeah, we're pretty sure this is the thing. And these are the exits. Allegedly, this all happened. But it's, you know, when you say the words, this all happened, that's what people hear. And then the word allegedly is like, well, it's 50-50. And I'm not responsible if it didn't. I'm just telling you what I know happened. And then I'm throwing allegedly on there in case somebody says it doesn't. They exonerate themselves and spread these stories and destroy lives. All about the clicks. Yeah. But, I mean, that's always been the case. The clicks are it the, has. the new era, I think. But the it. thing that I think bothers me the most sometimes is the apology. When it's like Kevin Spacey, yeah. if they'd say, oh. We're sorry. That's all it Who, is. Who, TMZ? They'd never Whoever, apologize. No one doesn't apologize. And when they're asked to apologize, they wouldn't. it's weak. They wrote the word allegedly. They would never have to apologize. Yeah, that gives them the out. They've I'm never had the same like, um, 60 Minutes has some... Had yeah, they've apologized made, a couple times, and it was... They've made terrible really, mistakes. Yeah. And that's different. Like, like, they didn't say allegedly. 60 Minutes does exposés. Right. Where they're uncovering something and saying, this is happening. And then, you know, misled someone. Then they have to do a retraction. Newspapers have done that forever, but the TMZ and the, the public—we don't have to say anything. We're just like, ah, well, that's over. His life is forgotten. And meanwhile, you know, somebody took forty million dollars away from you in work, and you're, you know, struggling to find a new gig because that's all you do. What's Kevin Spacey going to do? Go roof? Right. How many jobs did he have lined up in a year? You look right. at his his uh, IMDb. He was yeah. doing sometimes three, four projects a year. What was he averaging a year? Yeah. Before all this, because he was doing pretty well. I still like American Beauty. Still a great movie. So, we'll see what happens. I just found it interesting that it was just one of those things. It's like, oh, well, we didn't see that coming. Anyway, ignore it. Um, even the article I read still kind of at the end said, yeah, but we all really know what happened. You know, they, they, they're hanging on to it because it's it's better for them to have it continue this way but allegedly covers your ass allegedly is the one thing if you're reading those stories that is thrown in there as the one word that makes it so the writer doesn't ever hold responsibility for all the claims in there somebody else is saying this 
Somebody else is making it, allegedly. The way it's written makes you think, we all know what's real. It's a weird world. But that cancel culture thing might start biting itself in the ass, cannibalize itself when you start going after God, people. I hope so. Me too. And I don't want guys who are actually raping kids and stuff to no, be no. set free or, you know, not in trouble for it. But, you know. And and did, you know OJ's, and I, OJ's a perfect example of how this has always been going on. We all think OJ did it. He did. Allegedly. <laughs> no, he did it. I'm not throwing a lot. I'll, I'll take a chance OJ sues me. OJ did but it. there's a difference in saying, well, he was civilly liable. Right. Right. Nobody says that. Right. Nobody walks around and goes, no, no, careful with that. Careful. He's civilly liable. That's all that happened. Not gu- OJ was not guilty. Look, the family's getting money from him. Yeah. Even though he didn't do it. But the, the court of public... Fit. Yeah, the must co- quit. Right. And the court of public opinion is that OJ's a murderer. I don't do anything to help that cause go the other direction. I think he did it. I'm almost positive he did it. If there's any, any like ounce of me that believes otherwise, I don't know. But he's he's not guilty as, you know, through the, the jury process. Yeah, Just like uh, Casey Anthony. Yep. Boy, Chris the women Jenner. in this, they hate that. Chris Jenner said the other week, talking about the trial, she's like, I was with Nicole when she bought the gloves. And when the trial... Why would you even bring that up? I know. Yeah. And she goes, I just had... You know, my husband was representing at the time, and I... It was just tough, but I'd keep my mouth shut. Well, then keep it shut. What's what's 30 years later talking about your glove purchase going to do? She's doing that for her own gains. But OJ's a perfect example of the cancel culture destroying a man and I mean destroying a man who essentially if you look at it from a perspective no one looks at is an innocent human being who lost his wife I mean nobody sees OJ for that a poor bastard who had a road trip and while he was gone his wife's head got lobbed off and everybody's like you did this and then when it turns out he didn't nobody's ever consoled OJ for the loss of his wife now OJ's done himself no favors but completely uh, like, you look at his Twitter comments, that's the best thing going on Twitter. He puts out his video, and it's like, what does it feel like to kill someone? Like, the first comment is always like, I bet Ron and Nicole would have loved this opinion of Patrick Mahomes, murderer. I mean, that's it. That's what people think of him. He's not guilty. It drives people nuts to hear that. But fact of the matter is, he's not, oh, he's civilly liable. All right, that's different. That's six people on a jury out of 12 saying we think pretty sure that he did this. You don't need the full jury. You, trust me, uh, standing out there, all you guilty weirdos driving around, would would love to be in OJ's shoes and have that entire jury say there's not enough here. We all watched the trial. We all got crazy about it. We all speculated. The jury wasn't allowed to. The jury sat in a hotel room and was only allowed to talk to other jury members. They didn't get to watch the news. They didn't get to sit, listen to dumb radio shows, talk about that whole thing. And OJ's life was destroyed. Now, I'm going to take a different position for OJ. He's a widower who's had some of the worst luck I've ever seen a man have in his life. <laughs> that poor son of a bitch. It's not a popular opinion. Is to be OJ empathetic. You see what he's gone through, Brett? His wife was murdered. Rough. And then he was poor on guy. trial for it. Luckily, he They're was... They're still out there. He's not killed. And the murderers the are still case. There. He has to live every day in fear that these people will kill him someday, too. That's why he can't go to L.A. The killer's still out They're there. They're still there. And he's recognizable. Hopefully with this, uh, you know, this DNA testing, they can find the uh, real... We'll see. We'll see. But that's, that's a perfect example of how the court of public opinion just doesn't matter. 
Uh, and now it's stronger than it's ever been because it'll destroy someone and not care when that person's like, I didn't do it, and it's been proven. So what? We've made up our mind. It's not good. Speaking of DNA, did you? This is. I think this might be one of my worst fears, and I'm probably on this road. Uh, some dude in 2004 fell off a building on Monroe and Central. I remember this story. Fell off a building on Monroe and Central. I remember on the news, they're like, if anybody knows who this is, let us in. Now, 2004, they had DNA and all sorts of stuff, but he wasn't in any database or anything like that. So they couldn't identify him. He had a prosthetic implant in his ankle, and he had, you know, d- no teeth. Hadn't been to it. So he- Was that in the, uh, the tower, though? I don't know what building Is that it was. No the Westwood Ho thing, or I have no was idea. He a- Monroe and Central. Okay. I don't, know. don't all those parts have like your your serial, serial number? Right. right. That's what they didn't. So they didn't. They found out who he was this week. So 2004, they had no idea. They didn't know. So through technology and all sorts of other stuff, they finally identified him. And it turned out he was just this guy who's kind of normal, moved here and hit rock bottom in the 90s, became homeless, uh, drifted around the city, had no identity. Jumps off this building, find him dead, and they're like, we don't know who he is. No one knew who he was anywhere at all. They couldn't identify him. Nobody was missing, no, nothing. And they finally identified him uh, just this week. I think yesterday they announced it, who it was. And that's like a horrifying thought that it all falls apart and your life turns into, eh, I was, nobody knows who I am now. Even, you nobody. know, even uh, relatives had, uh, there, there weren't, weren't any. any. Yeah. Nobody knew he was missing. He had been kind of drifting along for so long. That, uh, but he, you know, like you said, the, uh, you know, the, the serial numbers on implants and stuff. But here's the problem, though. And if you look this up, Uh-oh. here's the picture that they're like, does anyone know who this is? <laughs> yeah, I think it's Chaka Pakani. Oh, my Who God. drew this as the thing to try to identify wow. this? Man. You're not going to find well, anybody is, that looks like is that. Is that what, the, what he looked like when they found him? Hey, that's it. This is the post splatter. 18 years later, though, they finally found out who he was. But uh, what's his name? Frank R. Beck fell to his death on Central and Monroe Street. They approached the uh, uh, project about him, trying to figure this whole thing out. Genetic genealogists worked under supervision of experienced volunteers to help with the Phoenix Police Department discover who this dude was. They've been curious about this for 18 years. The drawing of him is like, we got a seven-year-old to give us a rendering of what he thought it might look like, and uh, hopefully you guys can ID him off that. All this technology we've got, and it's a pencil drawing they were leaning on, a bad one, to say we're pretty sure this is what old Splatty looked like when he was all put together. It is the worst drawing I've ever seen. There he is. This guy here, uh, Steve Buscemi's worst brother ever. <laughs> it's crazy, but that how horrifying is it that 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 your existence can turn into that? That they'll find you dead and then be like, no idea, and they have nobody come forward. Go, he's been missing forever. We think this might be my and brother. For eighteen years, eighteen years, no one knows. No one. Like I think that's going to happen to me. I do. I think. I think that's. I think I'm going to be. I'm going to be sitting there going, "What happened?" And that's because when you have good fortune, sixty-eight-year-old man found. Yeah. Well, it's not going to happen this week. (laughs) Well, I know that's. I'm I'm just saying. When you when you it is a guilty feeling in your life when you feel like you've had some good fortune, you know. And I think there's that imposter complex that kicks in too. That's like 
I'm, I'm constantly reminded by friends that go, well, like even yesterday I went out to, I had the luxury of going to a fall league baseball game yesterday, which I absolutely love. And if you haven't discovered this yet and you love baseball, it's the best thing going. So much, it's old spring training. It's the way spring training used to be before it became some weird corporate nightmare of super fans. But he said to me, uh, you want to go again next week? And I'm like, I got a busy week next week. Let me see. And he goes, what, do you got to work? And I started laughing. He goes, like, you work. And there's guilt in this. Right. Is that this job is not physical labor. Yep. And so arguments know, with ex-wife. Oh, it's a constant to make people people roll their eyes when they're like, "Oh yeah, your job's hard." And I'm like, "You try it." I said, but I do say that to construction guys all the time who are out. In well, they the work harder July. than me. Yeah, sure. that's what I'm saying. Work harder, you, but you know, like the definition of work, you work harder yeah. than I do. Yeah, yeah. I'm better at things than you. Right. And you're better at things than right. I. Right. Exactly. But you've chosen to work outside, and you're mad at me because. I figured out how to be a jackass for a living. Nice. Yeah, I figured out how to be a smart ass for money. But there's guilt involved in that, so I, I sometimes will think, well, when this all falls apart, how will it fall apart? First off, uh, everybody you know is going to abandon me. That's fine. I can deal with that. It's isolation. I've been looking forward to that anyway. Second, though, is like somehow or another, all the money is it's gone. And then, and then you're scrambling around to try to find places to stay. Well, that's not in my mind to be like, I'm not, I'm not a mooch, so I'm not going to live at someone's house, even if I'm in rock bottom. I'll figure it out for myself. And then you realize that five years have gone by and you've been streeting it for a while, and then all your teeth fall out and you fall off a building, and people are like, What happened? And then, like 20 years ago, like, It was that radio guy. That's a fear of mine because it's a guilt for feeling like, you know, I've done I, more than this. I say that all the time. I'm like, I enjoy what I do for a living, so it's not something that I sit back and think, Oh, I work my fingers to the. I like this. Like, I, I would do this for a lot less. It's fun. Shh, shh, but, you know, well compensated. Uh, it's easy. I, I enjoy it. Getting up, going to work isn't a struggle for me. I don't hate my job. There's guilt in that. And I think that uh, in my mind, the way my mind works, well, there has to be a second side to this coin. That when this ends. Yeah, when's the other yeah, when, when, yeah, it's the Tom Brady thing. It's like you've had yep. too many green lights, man. Your red lights are going to be long. It makes you, makes you wonder. And then you start thinking, that wouldn't be so bad. Because at least I go out with a story. That's a good story. The story of Frank L. Beck. That's a good story. How do you just disappear from society, die, and not be identified for 18 years? Not have one person come forward and say, are there any missing people or bodies you've discovered? By here? not planning it. You must be a dick. I don't think you can <laughs> or plan that. it. Or he's yeah. the biggest dick in the world and not one person said, haven't heard from Frank in over a decade. Like family members. <laughs> and, and they don't. Last I heard he was in Phoenix. We should call and see if they found any bodies. Ah, ah he was a dick. That's got to be it. It's got to be it. But there it is, 18 years. And in the age of DNA and all the research and stuff, they could, still couldn't figure him out. That's how lost off the grid this dude was. Because 2004 was, what well, I mean, OJ again. We were talking DNA, uh, the fledgling stages in 1995. By 2004, it was a science. Still couldn't figure this dude out. And I blame uh, the fact that they let Brady do the sketching. Brady's I thought it was good. <laughs> yeah, I of mean. course you did. You're a rudimentary child when it comes to art. Of course you thought it was good. In fact, I think maybe I have a, a side gig I could do. If you drew that right that, now. That, that sketching right there. If I give you a pencil and just said draw a guy, it would look like that. It wouldn't, if there's no, like, deter, there's no, like, these aren't right, uh, like, people's eyes don't do this. Like, it's just not symmetrical. You're saying homeless? Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you. What the, else? Three things, Brady. I need you to draw a homeless guy missing a couple teeth. 
you would come up with this very drawing. This is it. It's horrible. Then the shading's okay, but like eighth grade art class. It is. Like it's uh, it's it, on the walls at the yeah. Kirby School after right. the art. It's like one of Alex's jack <laughs> I drew my uncle Brian, and he doesn't really look like this, but it's close enough, and my family says that I'm good at it. So You might see that for sale at a coffee shop, too. <laughs> Supported a school, right. yeah, yeah. If you're eating it, you're eating the place. Well, who the hell did all the art on these walls? This is scary. Oh, we're supporting fourth graders. Oh, that's nice. Then you give it a pass. That's what this drawing is. There's no wonder they couldn't find this guy. We had a group of fourth graders pencil out what we think he might have looked like, and uh, if you guys know who it is, so his eyes were like uh, four or five inches. One was higher than the other by four, and then the other one was smaller. Looked like it came from another face. This is the worst drawing I've ever seen as far as, uh, like, look at the eyes. Nobody's eyes do that. It's almost the missing link. Yeah. Yeah. And if you also, if you erase some of this and said, here's what we think. Before Neanderthal. Neanderthal showed up. Like, right between uh, straightening up the spines. This is what we looked like. Yeah. This would be the, the drawing of the skull they found in Africa. And we think this might be the oldest man ever. Here's what we think he looked like. John, what you're arguing for is a reason to get arrested at least once in your life. So Absolutely. At least they have fingerprints to identify. You know what you I got with. excited about? Something that no uh, criminal mind would get excited about. No tweaker, no Maryvale resident, no one in South Phoenix would have agreed to what I agreed to faster than I did it. When my bike got stolen uh, off my patio, they left another bike, which is a common thing. They'll ride a cruddy bike and steal a. Eh, I was you got a huffy for a pivot. It wasn't even a huffy. Huffy oh, would have been like twenty times better. This oh. thing, this thing was like a homemade, welded, no brakes, weird bike, and it was in my driveway. Well, I moved it out of my driveway before the cops got there, and she said, "Have you touched this?" And I'm like, "I have." And she goes, "Well, in order to do the DNA test on this bike to see if they're in the I database, I need to do one on you to eliminate you." And the lady was, the cop was asking, like, that's kind of a lot to ask. Are you in the database? I'm like, no. And she goes, then would you mind doing a DNA thing so we can, I'm like, absolutely. This puts me on a list. In my head, I'm thinking, I can never not be identified now. Because I've always had the fear of dying in the streets and no one knowing who I am. Yeah, talk about a crazy ego hit. It's like, that is a fear of mine, is to die unknown, like, alone. And I think it's a lot of people's fears. You're just by yourself in this, in the corner. It's like, what happened? Like, it all fell apart. So, yeah, I was so excited. She's swabbing my nose in front my front door. I'm like, this is great. And she goes, I do have to tell you, though, if you do commit a crime now, we've got your DNA, and it's on for good. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, don't worry about that. I'm not going to, I'm not raping anybody, I don't think. That's what OJ said. I would say, yeah, OJ. Commit a crime, you're crazy. I'm like, yeah, but I'm OJ Simpson. I'm, the world is great to me. Hey, damn, that goes deep in your nose, <laughs> So, yeah, I... All the way to the brain Wow, geez, pre-COVID, COVID test. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I was thrilled to give my DNA to the authorities. Thrilled! Because then they'll never, they'll never draw a picture of me like this and then say, we don't know who this guy is. Because this is Cro-Magnon is who this is. Did a Cro-Magnon man jump off the 18th story? Man, was screaming, that Neander, Paul? <laughs> as a helicopter went by, because that was his god. What was that horrible movie? Remember that? And they uh, thought out that caveman and brought him back to life. And then a helicopter went over the dome they were keeping him in. And he thought it was his god. And he started going, Peter! Peter! And he's running around. I, yeah, I vaguely remember that. We did that, that yeah. for, I think Timothy Hutton was in that. Terrible movie. But that's, just, that's what this dude looks like. So again, today, just for fun, 
Go get fingerprinted and DNA'd. I know there's a bunch of you that are going to email back and go, I'm not giving the government my stuff. That's because you were going to do something yeah, terrible. Exactly. It's Encino, man. It would have been Encino, man. It would have been funnier. <laughs> Iceman. Iceman. Close. That's you were close. it. Yeah. Iceman. <laughs> Pika. That's all I remember. We did that for days. My friend Mark will be like, you got to go to the, whatever that Catholic church is on Wednesdays. And they make you go to a school. Oh, yeah. His mom used to make him go, and, and I would stand outside the church and wait for Mark. Because all he'd do was go in and grab a pamphlet to give to his mom to say he went, and then we'd ride bikes. But Catechism like, or You're going in there to visit Peter. Praise Peter. <laughs> this guy lost his mind, this caveman. But, uh, yeah. Go give your DNA or your fingerprints to the authorities today. Who want to be on some database? <laughs> you were going to do something terrible, weren't yeah, you? I'm not doing anything. No, you're not going to do it. You're already guilty of some things. Allegedly. <laughs> it is a bad idea. But if you're like me and you fear... That picture that picture looks like you could buy it on at First Friday on Roosevelt. <laughs> any day for like eight yeah, bucks. Yeah, exactly. And you're doing the dude a favor yeah, at eight bucks. some coffee shop. I do pencil art of uh, people that, I, that have fallen off buildings. <laughs> before or after, I can't tell. That's how bad your art is. I don't know if this is before he fell or after he fell. What it's am I looking at? It's kind of in the middle of flight. <laughs> oh, so he's like on the third floor almost to hit? Yeah, that's what we think he looked like right before he went splat. Anyway, and I know I'm not offending any of this guy's family. And if I am, you know what? Right. Screw you, you guys. You guys didn't even look for it. <laughs> for 18 years he's been missing. He never went down and, and peeped in and said that might be Frank. But, yeah, that's crazy. Frank R. Beck. And who do you call? Are you Frank R. Beck's brother? Yeah, that prick owes me money. Where's he been? Oh, we found him. He died 18 years ago. We, none of you pricks came over and said, is he missing? So that can happen. So keep it in your mind right now. Good, decent people who have no intentions of doing anything awful. I don't like the government and owning my DNA, but I'm sure they've got it somehow off that iPhone. I've I've succumbed to so many things that I act like aren't giving in. It's ridiculous. All I, was, these- I was hesitant on that ancestry. Sure. Hand your DNA to a hand your DNA to a company scares me. Yeah. For some reason, a whole lot more than it does the government, because I've already given in to the government a million times. I'm not giving in to you know Ronco. Ronco wants your DNA. You'd be like, absolutely not. Walmart needs your DNA for shopping. Nope. The government does it. You're like, they probably have it already. I'm gonna get those people emailing me going, you're giving in to them, and they're gonna eventually take. They've got us. You're, you're emailing me from the thing they got us with. The phone is is their uh, chains. They've chained us to these. They're, that's We gave over our social security numbers. That was almost worse than our DNA. The second we started handing that out like mad. Stop. But yeah, I was happy to give my DNA to that cop. If you're ever guilty of a crime, we can find you real easy now. Okay, don't worry about that. The only crime I commit is every once in a while I slide up fake ribbon over my wrist and go into the uh, VIP lounge at Sun's You see where that got you. And yeah, you see where that got me. That's exactly it. Yeah. <laughs> 48 hours later, I'm like, God damn it, that was the worst night ever. Yeah, you're right. Crime doesn't pay. Almost got me in big trouble. And it does keep you on the straight and narrow. I don't know if you know that the cops have your DNA. Brady, so please. You do think about killing somebody, you won't do it. Please clarify. Did you say incestry or ancestry? Yeah, yeah. incestry. <laughs> <laughs> Brady signed up for the wrong thing. <laughs> Incestry.com. Stupid fat thumbs. I went to uh, set it in like we've already got it. They got your Incestry already. Yeah. There's another family member was looking. Yeah. That's how that works. 
That's how incestry works. You go and you find out if other family members are trying to bang you. Well, good luck with you, incestry.com. And, ha- and congratulations to the family of Frank Arbeck. They found him 18 years ago, all over Monroe. Monroe. Uh, what's on the big uh, board of musical treats today, Bert? Our wake-up song brought to you guys by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. Riding season is upon us, so now's the time to get that bike serviced or maybe pick up a new bike. Go on in there. They got the best selection in town. Plus, they got uh, plus they got all their new winter gear in stock as well. So go to actionrideshop.com or <laughs> go visit them on Gilbert Road in Southern. Find me. Please find me. Please find me. Peter. Peter. Yeah, they found Chrome Magnet. He jumped off the building on Monroe and Central. They unfroze him and said, it's Frank Beck from, uh, let's see, 1 million B.C. Turned out his name was Frank Beck. Jesus, Hobart, just get an ID card, <laughs> dumbass. Yeah, but when you're homeless for 10 years, sometimes you lose it. Like somebody you stole need, your wallet. You right, know? and you need like a birth certificate. You need some other kind of proof. Right. They're not and just going to give you an ID. When you're drifting around for a decade, right. that stuff all goes you away. Yeah. It. yeah, it all goes away. Say so get an ID card. If I not was that responsible, yeah. Well, if I'm chipped, that's different. Holmberg, you're such an elitist. You stole your own <laughs> bicycle just so you can get in the goddamn database. Yeah, that, that was a smart move on my part. You know what I should do is just uh, stage a robbery so I could give my DNA to the cops instead of just going down there going, "Well, you guys swab me. I want to be part of it." Yeah, it's bad. I've already given in on so much stuff. I, I quit that hole. Look at me, so I'm gonna, never gonna be on your list. I still hold on to the idea that I'll never let someone search my house for no reason at all. That's a good one, but they got my DNA all over the place. I'm, I'm spraying it all over the place. <laughs> it's everywhere. They got it. I'm, I'm serial numbered all over my insides. I'm pretty sure with all these fake parts I got brewing in my body that if I burnt up, they'd find me. Even my teeth. I've got like veneers. They would know from my fire. Dome. Might be a little tougher, but if you're, you know, if you're in a room. There's a good chance they could figure out just the black light. You oh, try yeah, a black that, yeah. light? <laughs> I'm just covered in semen. <laughs> I would have lumen all my body for semen and blood. Yeah, well, that's the thing about me, though, Brad. Even if you burn me up down to ashes, there's going to be big metal chunks. That was the thing about my dog Benny. Now, right? He had a fake knee. And those would have um, serial numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my Benny had fake knee, and I wanted to make sure that when they cremated him, I actually got real ashes, and I dug around in there and found the. The metal, it doesn't burn. It's inside his ashes, which which gave me great comfort that there's actually, they're not just chucking dogs into the incinerator and giving you a bunch of ashes and newspapers and things yeah, later. You never know. No, yeah. it, it makes Who's you gonna wonder. Check it, you know, yeah. It's a good operation. Evidently. It made me feel great because I felt through there and I'm like, please, that, that surgical metal piece that was in his knee, please. And it, there it was. It said Home Depot on it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> right, yeah. Hell, you bastards charged me thousands. To just lock him up with something you found on aisle 14. You had to ask somebody. Uh, what is it up there? What do you uh, want to do? On the list, we've got Mudvayne, Queens of the Stone Age, Cold, Volbeat, Parkway Drive, The Who. Uh, Which one? Pantera Twice. Slipknot, Union Underground. The new Who. <laughs> the indigenous Who. They're going to use your DNA, you give them, and pin other crimes on you if they want to because cops are all corrupt. Trusting the police is our word. No, I'd say that. How many felonies do you yeah, have? Jesse, this record? is this. You're screaming to me. I was framed, man. You're, you're, 
if they frame me. Stupid system. I was probably too close to a horrible Bitch crime. ex-girlfriend. Yeah. If I'm just sitting in my room in the door, yeah, we're framing you for the murder of this, but I wasn't even in town. Yes, their DNA's everywhere. I'm like, wow. Believe me, it was a headache. Right. Ray Lewis. <laughs> right. right. I'm going to sit back and take my chances that just they're not going to frame database me. database doesn't mean that they can just start spraying your Here's DNA another thing. everywhere. Yeah. yeah, they don't They don't just keep manufacturing. They get, you know, vats of it like you beer. Don't know. You know how much Holmberg DNA we've got? we got to start using this stuff. They carry it in a uh, spritzer. By the by, yeah. <laughs> I'm also not that important that the cops are like, hey, I got an idea. Let's frame that radio guy, guy today. I got his DNA. We, we can go nuts. We need somebody for this crime. And my, my, my cop friend, Ben Carl, would be like, there's a dead body here. You know it would be hilarious. I can go get Homer's DNA, but we'll frame him for this. Or not only that, it's just so much of a bug up their ass to get you rather than let the murderer, right. you know, Do you know how hard it would be to frame me for crimes <laughs> and get the entire police department in on it? I don't know. All you should have seen him at the lounge at the Suns game. Hey, come on. Dude's an asshole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I sat in a chip. It wasn't me. It's white privilege. Let's get him. It was and at then, the Mercury Finals. Yeah. And then the other the other cop. <laughs> it would have to be there. Yeah, the, 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 the only the people that would frame game. me would be the, if the Phoenix Mercury decided to deputize themselves and start solving murders. Like, you know what? Local like, artists. What are we going to do? <laughs> local artists. Yeah. There's a few groups. <laughs> But you'd have to get everybody on you board. Have to get and even everybody on board. Even in the local art community. And then keep the secret. One of them would be like, this is dumb. We can't do this. We're going to get caught. Don't ever walk on Roosevelt because you're screwed. Walk up and down Roosevelt every first Friday. It's easy. <laughs> Can you go to first Friday? Yes. I don't think so. Don't wander around and just I go. Don't think so. <laughs> Not without a mask. No, I can go up there and I'll walk. And I will still walk right up to the artists and I'll look and I'll just go, you need, a, you need another job. <laughs> because it's art. It's subjective. You have to be able to take criticism. Not all your art is good, local artists. Were you at the 311 concert? <laughs> no. We have your DNA there. It's a murder at the 311 concert. That's possible. <laughs> if I was at the 311 concert, I wouldn't murder anyone in the crowd. There would be less 311, though. <laughs> <laughs> There'd be 11 left. Yeah. Brett and I went to yeah, 311. Three. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wives at the time wanted to see 311. Ugh. And we saw Trip and some of the sales like, yeah, 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 311. <laughs> Amber is the color of your end. You guys going? And Brett and I are like, nope. I lost $3,500 in about eight minutes, and it was still better than seeing 311. <laughs> we went to the casino, and I flamed out tons of money. Couldn't win anything. And I looked at Brett, and I'm like, we're in for 10 minutes. I think I'm down 3500 bucks, And I'm happier it was still winning. here. Than I, it is, it's winning, winning because we weren't at 311. <laughs> I say it again. 9-11 is less than 311. It's uh, so much better than 311. I would watch 10 9 11s before I'd watch one live 311. I would I would join Brady's Ancestry.com and get to town on the family. 311. Still one branch. Cheer, cheer. <laughs> anyway, uh, you pick a song, but I don't care. Uh, hmm. Turn me on, Mr. Deadman. I'm not playing that, but that's funny. <laughs> Shotgun Blues is up there. We're doing that. All right. Great song. Shotgun Blues by Volbeat. This will get me back on a Volbeat kick. I've been off for a few weeks. Really? Oh, once I hear it, I'm like, oh, this is so good. I love Volbeat. They're great. And I can't wait for them to come back to town. That's the first time I've said that about a band in a long time. Their live shows sold me on future live shows. 
that was so good last time. I'm like, I gotta see this again. I thought they were better than Ghost. Much better. You know, no, you mean, didn't like Ghost at all. And I well, we Ghost were was we good, had terrible sound where we were sitting, but I enjoyed Ghost a ton and walked away saying Volbeat blew him off the stage. Oh, I yeah. talked Eric Bryan. We were talking golfing last week. Yeah, and I said he was at that show and Volbeat came on to his little speaker while we're golfing, and I'm like, these guys. And he goes, did you see him? Like, they were amazing. He goes, oh, they just destroyed Ghost that night. I'm like, yep. No and I like Ghost because I've seen them Love before them. and they were amazing. But where we were sitting, the sound was just Man. horrible. But but amazing. The, the crazy part is Volbeat sounded amazing from yeah. where we were sitting. That was what made me think, why is Ghost so cloudy compared yeah. to Volbeat? was crystal clear. Great stuff. All right, I can't wait to get to this. It's Shotgun Blues. It's your wake-up song. Uh, it's 733. It's 98 KUPD. Lincoln Stinkin' Park, they're going to be part of the uh, amazing Night of the Singing Dead. Unless you're traveling all over the world and can't make it, you should probably go. Uh, unless you're lying about traveling all over the world as well, like some people I know. That's all right. It's going to be a great time. We got uh, all sorts of uh, fun stuff for you. And I got a text from my guy, my uh, cop friend Ben and his buddy Doug, another cop. Good good people. Detective. And uh, texted me and said, 500 bucks to meet you? He's looking at the screen. I'm like, God damn it. It's worded that way. But that's <laughs> not the reason why it's that. The VIP table... Uh, you get uh, you get uh, drinks, you get food, you get uh, tickets to comedy shows, you get tickets to a concert, and last I heard, there's going to be like Smashing Pumpkins tickets in there. So you're getting a couple hundred dollars worth of stuff with the VIP table, and then they add in, and you get to meet John Holbrook. That's so f- annoying. Yeah, what a bargain! What a bargain! I know that's exactly how I feel. I would I, look. If there was a meet and greet involved where I was charging that kind of, William Shatner's not getting that kind of cake. I would give it back to you. Like, this is going to be ultimately disappointing for you and me. Neither of us need to do this. Let's just let's just give you your cash back and call it even. That is not why it's a VIP, but it's going to be fun. Rehearsals were a blast again the other night. It's going to be a fun show. We've, we've knocked these things out. Hopefully, the performance is good. That's the only thing that's hinging on is whether or not I suck that night. The guys are going to be just fine. <clears throat> but we've uh, the last two we've done are so much fun. And it's become a tradition down there. At first... The gang down there at Copper Blues was like, you do what? Well, it's just, just a, a night of songs of bands with dead guys in them. And you want to you wanna charge people for this? I'm like, yeah, trust me, it's a good thing. The first night that we, we did it, they were skeptical. They, they weren't sure they should pay a band. It should be free. Uh, we went out there, kill, and then every year they're calling. Are you going to do our Halloween show? It's on their schedule now. So it's a Copper Blues tradition. And we're happy to do it. It's a great place to do it. So we'll see you there. Next Saturday, October 29th, if you can believe it, it's already the end of October uh, in eight, nine days. That'll be the end of us. So uh, head out to the Night of the Singing Dead, our big Halloween show, uh, and everybody's going to show up in costume. Big Harley Quinns, which I believe somebody reminded us we used to call Barely Thins. Hardly Thin, or Chris Farley Quinn, or So Fat She's Harley Davidson Quinn. (laughs) All the lady costumes that are out there. You know, Playboy bunnies, which are they're trying to ban that costume. Let's see a bunch of those out there. If you're uh, size appropriate, that would be nice. Size P. Size Otherwise, P. don't buy it. That's right. There's small, medium, large, and P. Perfect. And they don't sell SMs and Ls in the bunny costume. Just the P's. I didn't fit into it. It was too small. I guess what? Guess what? You're not a P. You're you're an L. Because you're a buck ninety. Yeah, of course, yeah, you're yeah. not gonna fit in it. We're trying to squeeze into that P. You're ruining it for the next one. Anyway, it's uh, going to be a fun show. Can't wait to do it. And the costumes are uh, already being, we're talking about them. There's some solid stuff going on up there. 
band looks great. Marty stole the show last year for coming as Bette Midler from Hocus Pocus, and I swear to God, you wouldn't have known it wasn't Bette Midler. I didn't Scary. realize how much Marty looks like Bette Midler when he shaves his goatee. Is he going to be able to pull it off again? He's going. He's got it's something like else planned next year. All right. He's got a good one. Got a good one coming your way. It was so good they did Hocus Pocus too. Yeah, I don't think it can be topped. It will be impressive, but if you saw Marty as uh, our guitar player as Bette Midler last year, you, you realize, oh, he was born for this. But <laughs> it was the role he was I think born he felt, to play. I went too far. I went too far <laughs> for that. It it just gave up too much of Marty. His heart stopped in July because it was like so many people were asking for him to it do. Took way too much out of Rochelle, him. Rochelle on Broadway. Uh, it's uh, Friday, and that means that Hooters is bringing you this Brady report like they do every day. But you're prepping for uh, football that's coming up this weekend. UFC tomorrow night, uh, and a clean car. You can get that at Hooters as well this Saturday at Hooters. Uh, ice cold drinks, of course, they got that, and you can watch all the football and UFC action while the Hooters girls wash your car between eleven and two o'clock. The proceeds will benefit the Breast Cancer Research Centers. Uh, you can go to Hooters and make that happen. Watch those beautiful ladies wash your car while you're doing all sorts of stuff. And the fee will go to Breast Cancer Research. They're always doing nice things at Hooters. You should do something nice in return. And it is a good view. Brett and I have been to Hooters a couple times in the last month. <laughs> Three times, in fact. Twice, two days in a row, which has never happened in my life before. The girls, Big calendar day. They learned our names. Like, we knew who they were. Still not as much as Wintermeyer, though. Yeah. No, Wintermeyer's the norm over there. Anyway, uh, head to Hooters this weekend and say thanks for this Brady Report. Brady Report. Good Friday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. We've made it. Happy International Day of the Nacho. (laughs) Can't just be Nacho Day? Nope. Day of the Nacho. Dia de los Nacho. Got a couple of baseless fun facts. 75% 75% of the world's food is generated from only 12 plants and five animal species. Mm. And of the 250,000 to 300,000 known edible plants, only about 200 are used by humans. How about that? By the way, I got a, a text about the drawing of Frank Beck, the guy that they just identified after 15 years. And it said, uh, I'm pretty sure, I, I, after looking at the drawing of Frank Beck, I'm pretty sure uh, it's also the same drawing as when Brady's psychiatrist asked him to draw how he feels when his Uber Eats is late. <laughs> like in the I'll just hold that up. <laughs> this. I feel like this. We've done this one before, but you forget after, you know, day to a month. The New Mexico State Senate passed a bill in the 90s that required psychologists to wear wizard hats when they testified in court. Really? A state senator had tacked it onto another bill, but it was caught and taken out before the House of Representatives voted on it. God, I wish that was true. <laughs> when football first started, there was a 15-yard penalty if a player dropped a pass. Yeah, passes used to be super penalized. And the other pass. team got the ball if a pass hit the ground without being touched. If you threw it, and didn't get it. It's a turnover. It's a turnover. That's, that's the invention of the forward pass. That was that stupid George Clooney and John Krasinski movie. That's right. Leatherheads. About $800 million worth of shopping carts are stolen from stores worldwide every year. I've seen them. They're at a dreamy draw bike. They, get, they clean them up every night. They have them in the washes all the time.
crazy how many carts are out on trails and stuff. There's so many of them. Why don't they do like a, a car show? You like on Saturday, meet up, someone just pimp their you know grocery carts out. Instead of grocery carts and all this money we spend on homelessness and things like that, we have homeless carts and we have a program where we just give them all carts. Like nice carts. That way they don't steal from the Safeways and the Albertsons and things like that. Not a bad idea. We give them their own carts. Nice ones, too, like with a locking top, like a trunk. We, like, make a specific homeless cart. Sure, it's not helping out, but it's no different than when you go out with the blanket drives and yeah, things like that. Yeah, because, I mean, if they had a top on it. Yeah, nice little, uh, little lock. It's a game changer. <laughs> would be a game changer. What if it uh, is like the what people are putting on their pickups and Jeeps? The top then folds over into a little one-man tent. Sounds nice. We're, we're really starting. <laughs> it's getting expensive. <laughs> we do spend a lot of money on trying to solve the homeless problem. Instead of actually just admitting it exists and saying, here's some stuff you guys could use. You're right. Uh, you, you know, Pontiac Aztec it. You just put a little tent on the back yeah. of it. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. I'm on to something here. Carrie Lake should talk about this with Mike Broomhead this weekend. <laughs> In a new poll, 61% of the people say creative costumes should net more candy. Probably. Totally agree. Wait, that's not the case? Yeah. Crappy costumes are supposed to we get nothing. You always give out more to I, a kid that put effort in. I've said yeah. that to a kid before. He showed up in a t-shirt and he had uh, black under his eyes. And he goes, I'm a baseball player in a locker room. And I'm like, you get one. You're not trying. And he's laughing. You're not trying. This kid next to him is dressed as a spider. He's got a web behind him. He's got eight legs. He's working a dance. Like, this kid gets to handful this whole basket. You get one. You get a Nestle Crunch. That's it. Eye black and a t-shirt. You're like the Mexican parents that come up to my door pretending to have a costume on. What are you guys? Refugees in Martha's Vineyard. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I like what you've done. Home Depot worker. Yeah, they're just in t-shirts and have a suitcase. I'm Chris Valenzuela. We were sw- we that were- would be a good costume. Yeah. <laughs> they just go Look, travel and pack a five. If families come dressed as in Tony Roma's uh, cook shirts and they're the Chris Valenzuela's, Handfuls. I'm going to go cook you steak. <laughs> I'm going to go in the freezer. I'm like, just give me a second to defrost these. You guys all get Omaha steaks. There's a class action lawsuit against Barilla. Who? The oh, pasta company. Or oh, Barilla. Oh, Barilla, yeah. The Barilla. You went Spanish I went with Spanish yeah. with it. Because it claims it's Italy's number one brand of pasta. Correct. But most of their product is made in the USA. That's right, because that's what the good Italians Mostly are. Iowa and New York. And it's produced New with York local City. wheat. <laughs> the idea room. behind the lawsuit is that Barilla leans into the Italy thing so much in their packaging and advertisements that people are misled into thinking that it's from Italy. People buying Barilla pasta don't care where it's from. They're not into the authentic stuff, or they yeah, wouldn't be buying pasta in the first place. No, they they're saying they're like buying it because they Brett believe it's authentic pasta right, from but Italy. people that dumb don't care if it's authentic or not. That's somebody complaining to a lawyer and saying, it's, it's Jackie Childs. I think we got something here. That's the same jerk-off that, that sued the, the Texas uh, barbecue yes. company because it was made in South Texas Carolina. Right. Some, yeah. yeah, Texas Pete's. Yeah. yeah. Barilla originated as a bread and pasta shop in Italy, but that was 145 years ago. Now it's a billion-dollar global company with several headquarters, including one in Illinois. They argue that they're just invoking the company's Italian roots 
right. not misleading buyers. It's pasta in a box. The recipe is can, made the same, you but, know, that they did. You're 100. Not offended. But you can go to like you. Italy, like in Chicago or something. They have the Italian market in there, and you can buy Barilla pasta that is from Italy. Like it, the words are all in Italian and everything else. But the stuff you buy at Safeway is, yeah, yeah it's made it's here. in a box, yeah. and, it's, and you want it made here because you don't want pasta shipped all the way from Italy. It would be forty dollars a box. Knock it off. It's the same if you go buy like a Toyota Corolla or something. Right. They're made in Kentucky. In Canada. You know? Yeah. Yeah. They're, yeah they're, they're not coming from Japan. You're not getting the authentic Japanese Toyota. And you know what? You're saving because yep. of it. Shut up and eat your noodles. <laughs> if it's an Italian film, I bought this stuff from Italy. It's from Iowa. Just I can't make believe your own. it. Yeah. You're Italian. Yeah, exactly. Do like Brett does and make your house look like mm-hmm. a death hut of pasta. It's <laughs> like hanging off of walls and stuff. Another HMS t shirt. Shut <laughs> up and eat your noodles. Shut up and eat your noodles. <laughs> Oh, this pasta says it's from Des Moines. <laughs> Where's Des Moines? That ain't in Italy. You're idiots. We get a piece of it? Yeah. You it's should Italian. Be, you should have a, a fat woman in a kitchen covered in flour, like rolling something through that makes yep. pasta. That's how it works if you want authenticity. If you're going to Safeway and buying it out of a box, don't look at where it's made because you don't care. We all know the NFL's moving Sunday ticket from DirecTV to a streaming service yeah. beginning next year. And according to reports, the four major bidders at this point are ESPN Plus, Apple TV Plus, on, Amazon Apple. Prime, and YouTube. They pulled 5,000 NFL fans. 35% wanted to go to YouTube. <sighs> 29 Amazon Prime, twenty percent ESPN Plus. No ESPN Plus. Apple. Apple is sixteen percent. We're dying on that one. Apple had. I heard Apple had the highest bid most recently. Did they? Okay. Well, it doesn't matter. It's yeah, it's all money. It yeah, doesn't matter yeah, what whoever bids. Yeah. It doesn't matter what people. Think. I just want it to be easy, and I don't want to have to download ESPN Plus. Plus, Apple Apple Plus is better in four K than any of the other services. Oh, are they? I oh, love man. Apple. I, that's the best one. It's easy too. Click, yep. click, and you're on. Yep. Last but, night on Amazon. I click on the Amazon thing. There it takes a second, spins. There it is, the Amazon. There's the, the game. Click on that. How is and your it says, sound? Would you like to watch the national broadcast? Yeah, yeah. what else is there? Click on that, and then it says, then there's just a big play button. I had to hit play like five times like I was trying to break into a vault. I had that problem at around halftime. I couldn't get back to the game. Yeah, it's just you got to turn yep. it every once in a while. And that was the other sucky part, trying to go back to the Yankees and Astros. There's no just previous you gotta channel. you got to have two TVs. I know. I don't like the new way. I've got some science news. It's Friday. Of course you do. Oh, and my friends, Professor Brady Bogan here with your science news. Good job, boys. In space news, the Jimmy Webb Telescope took a great picture of the gas formation known as the Pillars of Creation. I was looking at them yesterday. Did you see those? Yeah, I did. They're amazing. Is this the one that's the black hole that spit out a star? No, they the look one? like... Because um, I saw that picture, too. That was uh, amazing. There's like pillars ant, coming up. Yeah, those ant pile houses. Yeah, like the... Oh. You know the, the big, like, giant the ant big houses? Termite. Termites, think, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm thinking. They, those big, giant spires. And that's where they think in that space dust, the stars are They're created. Formed. Yeah, formed. And again, the news of looking at that picture, realizing by the time the telescope got it, we ha- we didn't exist when the picture was taken, or what we're seeing right. didn't, exist. didn't exist yet. Oh, it's so mind blowing. They also find found out the most precise measurement of the universe so far. 
They found it 66.2% dark energy and 33.8% matter, mostly dark matter. The stuff that we can see makes up about 5% of the universe. Yeah. Whatever I'm looking at here is just stunning. This is supposed to be it. Pillars that, of no, no, I'm saying that's it, and it's, oh, yeah. and it's gorgeous. It's amazing. Oh, it's so cool. In tech news, Motorola showed off a new phone that's uh, they're working on. It, the screen shrinks and expands. In your hands? Yeah. Like a penis. So it kind of, uh, if you're holding a, the cell phone up, it gets longer. So it goes from four and a half uh, inches to six and a half. It that's what I say. Right. <laughs> it, e- it erects. Yeah, it goes up to six and a half, at least. It doesn't hang around four and a half. That's a myth. They're also able to do it with uh, laptops, too. They can make your laptop grow and shrink? Yeah. The screen. It already does that. No, I'm saying the actual screen will rise up longer. Oh, the whole physical screen, not yeah, just yeah, like yeah. the, the yeah. picture. In it. Oh. oh, yeah. Your phone will get a hard on you. Yeah. You're, if I hold it upright, my phone gets real <laughs> excited. Well, I don't want that happening in my pocket. I'm an iPhone sure guy, do. but I might be. Oh, a, I might switch. Yeah, I might. Yeah. <laughs> so, are you happy to see me, or is your phone doing pictures? I think both. I think I've got two going right now. The largest bony fish we've ever seen was recently <laughs> found off the coast of Portugal. It looks like a giant sunfish. This one was just a tiny six thousand pounder. Oh wow! This is the bony fish. Was Wait, it they, dressed as Harley Quinn? Because I think she lives in my neighborhood. They get bigger than that? <laughs> Holy cow. That's just a That's blob the biggest of one we've captured. That was very similar to one, that viral video from a couple years ago where the guy, the Boston guy, is freaking out. What is that, Jay? Brady, actually, this, this isn't a bony fish, the picture you've handed me. Uh-oh. This is a... Uh, oh. This is the forensic pictures of Ralphie Mae's hotel room. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and they found him. It's not funny, man. It's not funny. All right. This is up. exactly what it looked like. People just standing around the 600-pound uh, blob. What do we do? How do we move this thing? Pick my ass up. Go get some of those lifty lifts that you can buy at the Home Depot U-Haul store. You Put know, them forearm forklift. Yeah, forklift. Get me up off this ground. That's Ralphie Mae landing wow. in his hotel. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> And look at there's like five guys standing around trying to I don't know how to move this. Pick me up, goddammit. I just die here to lay here all day. I've seen Ralphie naked. That ain't so far off. Don't forget the fruity pebbles. This thing's six thousand pounds. He answered his hotel room door in Pittsburgh yeah. naked. I'm scale. What? I'm scale minus ten on that. Six hundred bills. The boy, website bigthink.com. Did a feature on why black widows used to bite so many guys in the junk, but they, they don't That's anymore. The like the spider common. or the spider. black women? Yeah, news spider. <laughs> no, I didn't know. I don't know. I've, I, I, Good and clarification. I, and not because I didn't want to. I've just never been with a black woman like that, so I've never been bitten in the balls, especially one who's lost her husband, tragically. The answer kind of makes sense. It was a lot more common before indoor plumbing took off, because spiders love outhouses. Sure. Who doesn't? Well, that's good there's news. Still a, there's still <laughs> an outhouse out anymore, so you're not going to get bit in the junk. Well, that is timely that's information. Science? Yeah, that's science if you're Ma and Pa Ingalls. That's your science news! <laughs> if you and, uh, you know, Laura and the gang want to run around on the farm and find out why black widows bite guys in the balls, it's 1870, and that's what you're finding out.
Also, in a few years, Brady Science News is going to invent Listerine. <laughs> Timely. <laughs> My uh, aunt and uncle in Arkansas still have to do their outhouse check. They still use an outhouse. That's okay. just stupid. Oh, for spiders. That's yeah. just yep. stupid. Your aunt and uncle are dumb. Mon Pa Kettle can't get yeah. a damn indoor plumbing. They're doing it oh, for Oh, they have plumbing, but they're just. They're doing it for attention. Composting, yeah. They're, they're, they're idiots. Do you hate them? Because I do. No. I hate them. I hate your aunt and uncle who brag about their outhouse like that's an accomplishment. I don't like them. Call them today and tell them that I don't like them. They need to know. Why would they have an outhouse? It's just the way they roll up in, in the Ozarks. They're the weed ones, right? Yeah. I don't care for Brady's aunt and uncle. I've never met them, but <laughs> they sound awful. You'd like them, actually. No, I wouldn't. Because they'd go, want to go see the outhouse? I'm like, oh, you dirty hippie. Show me around your stupid pot farm. Jonathan Beck, he's 35 years old. He's from Pennsylvania. He got arrested the other day. He went to the convenience station to get fill up his tank of gas. And uh, as he's filling up the car, the gas tank, decides to take his clothes off. Goes over to the freezer where you get your bag of ice, opens the doors, unloads about 10 bags of ice, and then climbs in the freezer and closes the door. He was really drunk <laughs> and it seemed nice on some there. other stuff. Yeah, it's nice in there. And it was hot. Here in Phoenix, I've thought about it at the Safeway, getting in one of those freezers. It sounds great. Uh, the spring training game, Man Goop, uh, where oh, yeah. all of us opened one up. Climbed right into, into the ice box. Yep, he oh, fit yeah. in one of those. Uh, yeah. Well, that was a couple years ago. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mangoop's not, <laughs> Man not getting about one. About a hundred pounds yeah. ago. Yeah, at least. <laughs> the last time I saw Mangoop, there was no ice box that was going to contain him. <laughs> That's what he's going to have to be buried in. He's going to go a Guinness book. We were making fun of Ralphie on the beach there. That Mangoop's not far behind. <laughs> Got some radio videos. All right. The first one. Uh, this happened in India. It's a policeman who uh, a shotgun goes off and basically takes his arm off. Oh, Jesus. Why Part are his arms this? Well, you like so this is stuff. It, is it, so I do like this, but I don't want to see it. Is it, oh, my dear sweet Jesus, what happened? <laughs> oh, I missed that. What, what in the world? It's a quick they? pop. Where are they? Oh, for how Christ's is, sake, he has no reaction. No. I missed that. Is there sound? It's just a Where's surveillance it? thing. He's just standing. Where's India. the gun? Oh, Where's the gun? Oh, it's between his legs. His legs. Yeah. He deserves it. Oh. Why is he dressed like a Ghostbuster? Indian police, man. Oh, it's the Indian police. Oh, my God. I don't know how these things work. All right, one more time. Don't cross. Oh, he's leaning on the barrel. Yeah. Oh, he's a moron. His arm is gone. And his thumb. And his and, thumb. And he's not even looking for it. I don't know that you can. All this the blood just coming out. All he's this to pass everyone else thumb. in the ER. He's like, <laughs> right. I'm tired of waiting. This is taking forever. I hate goddamn COVID. If I just shut my arm off, I would dig my right in. Wow. That was... Where did his arm go? And the ceiling. It stuck because it never it fell back I think still hung down. on. Yeah, there's enough... Uh, did? I, well, yeah, I saw I nothing. It, Let me see it, that again. It broke through and then it's just dangling. Because what I saw was a guy's arm disappear. Maybe it did. Where's the phone? I thought it was kind of hanging. That's gone. No, it's on the floor. I think Phone's it's stuck on the, on the ceiling like throwing pickles. And they, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's McDonald's. exactly what it's like. A lot of forensic scientists will <laughs> wow. tell you that. It's, the arms <laughs> fall off. It's a lot like tossing pickles. And by the way, what are you doing? Why, you th- why do you know about pickle ceiling rules? Oh, because it used to happen at... Uh, 
a McDonald's <laughs> in Columbus. Guys would fuck whatever you ask. Them up oh, on the, it's break out Columbus. We chuck pickles on the ceiling Come all on. the time. Oh, no you, kidding. Guys have yeah. never done that? You would chuck pickles on the ceiling of a McDonald's. Yeah, I would never do that. No. Brady. Well, that's food. I, Brady would go in there with his mouth open and just walk around and watch him <laughs> peel like, off. Yeah, what are you doing? Free pickles. I like those pickles. It's raining pickles. Oh. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's raining pickles. Amen. I, I got chapped once. Whole, this whole time we could have been throwing pickles yeah. at Porkopolis. <laughs> I didn't know that. The fried ones don't stick. Knock it off. That's a high toss. We could do it. That, that was a high toss. Don't challenge me. Don't you don't. Look, you can, we're opening up. You to, can do it at Bagwani Pickle Indian office. restaurant yeah. now. <laughs> do you want to take uh, some cocktails? We know what you're going to do with these. Not going in there. I'm not either. And not because of uh, bread. I don't care for the food. Bread's not going because it's racist. <laughs> I'm not going in there because the food confuses me. No, that's me too. Nothing about it looks appetizing. Whatever it's all they curry. Yuck. It's, Have you been into the Bagwani Porkopolis? Not yet. Why not? I looked in the window because it wasn't open. Too soon. And then uh, they didn't have co- uh, consistent hours. What do you mean? When they first opened up, it was like, we're open. Uh, they they didn't have their hours up in the day I was uh, checking it out. It wasn't open. So it's the old like Stephen Wright. 15 to 3.30 yeah. or the old what? Stephen Wright yeah. joke when the guy was closing the 7-Eleven. He goes, you're open 24 hours. Not in a row. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but now I think they got their... Uh, up and rolling. I think they close. They open from lunch. A lot of them do the, from like eleven to two, and then they close from two to five and open back up for. Dinner. But that's consistent hours. It just didn't meet your but criteria. But it wasn't for time. up there at the time. It, it didn't meet his hunger. Job. You didn't I, know. I was there so early because <laughs> when I went by the first time, I'm like, oh, it's ch- changed. Right. Inevitable. And I'm like, Bagwani. Wait a minute. It's changed. Well, you it's not Porkopolis. Well, they finally because the Porkopolis Highway yeah. sign on the. It's still there. It's still there. But Bagwaniopolis is now yeah. open 2 to noon. I think <laughs> 2 so. a.m. 2 a.m. to 12. Yeah. It's not consistent. We're not open. Maybe that's just you. Oh, God, there's the old owner. Close it. Close the doors. <laughs> I'm sorry, my friend. I we cannot. See you. I know you're in there. You've got customers. <laughs> We're closed. We have rats. I Left over from the last masala. place. There were many rats here when we took over, and we cannot stop them. I want some tiki miki. <laughs> tiki miki. I need an appy pappy and some tiki miki. Swarms. Swarms. How about a little swarms there, Punjab? It is not my name, and this is why we are closed when you come. <laughs> now give me that tiki miki. Give me that non bread. Hey, watch your brother blow his arm off at the cop station. <laughs> <laughs> Not related. We are not all the same guy. There are billions of us. Those yeah. and a ton of videos are running on that, sh- the Indian chive on. They got the screens going. <laughs> race-based chive on. Here is yet another snowboarding man. Look at him barely make it over the cliff. Chive on, I say, chive on. Wow, just wow. We don't want to be in the regular chive on. We want our own Chaivan. Punjabi Chaivan. Punjabi Chaivan. The music will change and the events will be different. Here is a guy who wished he had eight arms like uh, Vishnu because he's about to get hit by a truck. Another t-shirt. Punjabi Chaivan. Here is another dog we have not eaten that is skateboarding. <laughs> a pile up of three-wheel taxis. Here is a man taking a in a river. And then riding. And then look at him. He rides his own log. <laughs> look at the look at the sh- go past the bathing baby. 
Now music video. <laughs> Chivon, I say Chivon. <laughs> I would be glued to that channel. <laughs> you would take my love of football away if Sunday was Indian Chivon Day. We'd have parties at my house that would have the Steeler game on. Yeah. And so is Indian Chivon. Indian so Chivon, there will be no football here. This? smoking a hookah and trying to tame a cobra and things do not go well, Chivon. <laughs> and here is, uh, uh, here is who, uh, the uh, Slumdog Millionaire. We will show that for two hours on Chivon. <laughs> we have Job high. Take a reset the Chive. Watch yeah. Slumdog. Sundays is for Indians only. Our Indian, not yours. Dots, not Guardian. <laughs> The next uh, video is a guy. I think it's a hydraulic press, maybe, oh, or it's a, an airbag. A new, <laughs> yeah, okay. They're deploying an airbag, and this guy has his uh, kid sitting on there. I'm going Got into a helmet. I'm going into Indian Porkopolis tomorrow. We all are. Let's do it today. I was told you have Indian on, chive on here. Today. I'm sorry. I don't care about your videos anymore. They'll have Bollywood stop, videos. Can't stop sure. thinking about. Oh, that's you racist. not being allowed. Oh, no, in. Gra- I mean, most of the restaurants I've gone to, you've always never show been that. there. Don't make that. Not clear. at Bagwani, but the. Uh, <laughs> so you just Guru Palace has it. That's all I care about <laughs> is Bagwaniopolis, Brady. Okay. I don't care about any other Indian place. Let's not make them all the same. <laughs> I'm going to Bagwaniopolis. Only one I care about because I know what it used to be. So I'm going to look for the similarities, and then I'm, I'm going to go there today. No, yeah. you're not going to go. They're going to close. You won't drive. I'll drive. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll ride with we'll you. Try to find the hours. Well, Brady hours or regular people hours? Regular people hours. We are open from twelve to two unless the fat man comes back. <laughs> they open at eleven thirty. Let's go. Till oh, yes. Uh, I don't like that. Till two thirty. Yes. Then four thirty to ten. I remember about ten minutes ago, Brett, when we were saying we would never go there. For this, though? Now we have to. Well, they don't really have Indian chive on, but we're going to ask them about it. Hey, that guy over there said you had Indian chive. Oh, Jesus Christ, the fatman strikes. <laughs> like a cobra in the basket that's just not paying attention. He has struck me in the face again. Fatman, please, please unpeel your face from the window and walk away. Please go away. I want in. No. They have mutton roast on uh, special today. Oh, it just sounds it unappetizing. You and Andre the Giant, yeah. go away. <laughs> I don't think we're welcome here, Daddy. Buffet closed. Don't worry about it, Kirby. I know these guys. I know the guy who owns the building. Yes, he's my brother, and he hates that you are not here. He can't stand that you are here again. You did not pay. You are closed. You know what really gets his goat? Every time he sees this door with the word closed on it, it's a trigger. <laughs> <laughs> It hurts him deep down inside. That's why every time, oh, close it up again. Remind him of his failure. <laughs> Guys are jerks. Ouch. Open up. <laughs> oh, sorry. This is a tough, tough room. It's hard to keep this place open. You know better than anyone. Time to go, fat man. Take your giant and the baby bicycle and go away. <laughs> I really have to go, Daddy. The Indian man does not want us here. Come on, Kirby the Giant. Let's go. Put me on your handlebars. I don't believe the bike can support such weight. <laughs> I'm sorry. You've created a whole scenario <laughs> in my head that I have... God, I wish I could draw. Hoffman, please. Oh, Hoffman, please. Let's just start writing. Pugwaniopolis. The nightmare that is. <laughs> this is what... I'm going to talk to that guy about opening up another one in your second location. <laughs> 
and Shane and Stephen Gabagwaniopoulos Scottsdale. But it is a bad plan. I, but trust me, it works. I'm going to make this work. Just show Indian chive. Nothing Brady, out of Brady's your pocket. Brady's best idea it. ever was Indian chive. All Indian all day. Sorry, go ahead. Finish her up. We got to go. Airbag deployed. Three, uno. Uno. Oh, my God. It's a man laying on an airbag. That looked kind of fun, though. That's why they're doing it. You know what I've never heard before? Spanish countdown. <laughs> I guess you're Trace right. Trace Dosuno, I've never heard before. You know that car that's back there parted all out? The most functional part of their entire auto body yard was the airbag that was not in a car. <laughs> There's an S word in the uh, beginning of this. You know, okay. just to, so this is uh, a couple of people that were porch pirates. They had some packages in their hand stealing and uh, they dealt with them. The one went to the port of John. Okay. And it's the old push it over on the door side. But the okay. guy doing the play by play, it's pretty funny. And they're all laughing. But they're do, is he cussing? Like right away? Now it's coming up. It's going to smell like stink, Mo. Somebody's in the pool. Oh, they just threw the person in the port of John over. Now look at the ooze coming out. Oh my God! Oh man, he did. He did. He did. They're laughing. He did. Oh, yeah. All right, let's go. And then they finally lift it up. Yeah, that's good stuff. Well, yeah, they lift it up. They did let him out, right? Okay. The guy goes in there and he's out. he has to climb out of there. And he, yeah. oh, did he volunteer for this? No, because he didn't look like it was a like a fight. He just yeah, right there setting up. Anybody, any one of you guys breaks out a phone when I walk into a porta john. I'm not going in there. No, I have a feeling you're up to something. Go to a porta john with any of you assholes. Yeah, if, kid, if you start filming me and go, go ahead, get in there. Uh-uh. It just, you know, it says this is what we do with uh, porch pirates. Okay. Gotcha. This guy's uh, talking to some buddies, and he decides to cross the street. Okay. So he runs out in the street. I'm stuck yeah. on the porch. No, no, I'm fine with it. You look scared. You look scared. But you was crap. But you was crap. He's going to get hit by a car. Get out of the road. You're wandering into the road. You're wandering into the road. Stop walking in the road. Oh, God. I knew that was going to happen. No problem. He's all right. I got this. That's the best part of the video. I'll tell you this. A dude gets hit by a car. The person he's verbally scrapping with, you can call him a pussy. If you get up from the car hit... The other dude is the... He runs into it for no reason. Wow. All right. All right. Hurry. Another parkour one. Oh, Jesus. Bill's Mafia. Yeah. This is Bill's Mafia. He missed the table he was supposed to smash, and he's dead. I love the reaction. Is he dead? Listen to the guy in the back. Is he dead? Anyone need a ticket? Is he dead? Oh, we got an extra ticket now. Good seats. Go through his pocket. Oh, this is the one that everybody's got watching a fact- right now. Got yeah. a factory worker. Stamping out some sheet metal. Yeah, she's stamping sheet metal on a hydraulic press. She gets her arm in it. And, oh. and it stamps her arm. It's pretty calm. Well, because she doesn't feel it. Look at Oh, that is a arm pancake is just 
Oh, oh, look at it just oh, pushed out. Oh, shoulder God. to wrist. Right now, everything's, shoulder they're cutting that off. Wrist. Look at that. Oh. oh, that's the one I sent you. Yeah, Brad. yeah. Oh, for God's sakes. Oh, I didn't watch the end of it. I just watched her arm go in, and I sent it right to Brett. And I'm like, I don't, we're going to see how this ends elsewhere. Holy Moses. All right, you got one? No, it's the top. It? Okay, we're done. We're done. We're done. Yeah. I'm going to throw up. Uh, Robert Kelly's going to join yep. us in a little bit. We'll chat with uh, Mr. Kelly next. There goes your Brady Report. It's 98. All right, everybody. It's 841 here in the uh, morning sickness. And Robert Kelly is back. It's been a little bit since we've seen Robert Kelly. He's uh, an amazingly funny man over at CB Live at Desert Ridge. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And considering what we were talking about off the air, thanks for coming in, Robert yes, Kelly, yes. everybody. Robert <laughs> Kelly. Uh, there you go. We, can't, we cannot put you on the air. Whoa. <laughs> There's nothing shake, about this. It's just... We have to shake that off. CBLive.com, and that's enough of you, Robert Kelly. Thanks for popping by. Thanks so much, guys. <laughs> See you next time. Yeah, we were really going down a dark path. Make sure you air. buy some. Yeah, off the air was uh, definitely not for the tender ear. <laughs> no, no. Not, not for the ear. Yeah, there were bodily fluids shooting around the room, and we Ooh. weren't doing it. It was just happening verbally. I, yes. Yeah, it was pretty impressive. But how are you? I'm fantastic, Otherwise, man. Yeah. It's good to see you guys. Yeah, we're uh, we're uh, just cooking right along. You're back. It's yeah. been a little bit since you've been here, at least with us. Yeah, I've been, uh, been a little bit back in uh, Arizona. I'm back here in a good time, though, when it's not, you know. A billion. Yeah, it's not yeah. Uh, exactly. It's hot as hell. You're wearing a sweatshirt, for God's sake. I'm wearing sake. a sweatshirt. You're a comfortable human being. I am. I'm, we're human temperatures now. Yes. We are talking about weather. Yes. <laughs> this is what we said. We <laughs> I knew we were going to do it. There we go. Oh, my God. Well, because that's the, our reset button to get off of whatever the hell the that was before. Good. We yeah. have to talk yeah. about weather. And yes. then it's the, you hear what it's happened the... with Tom Brady? Um, <laughs> Giselle. Can you Giselle. believe it? I'm so happy. Uh, I am, good. too. Yeah, but yeah. she has something that keeps him there. Well, yeah, yeah he'll be fine. Yeah. But yeah, bringing that up is weird. Like it's it's a don't do it, dude. Don't do it. Not do it, dude. Juice attracts. No, I pull back. I'm I sorry, can't. I'm pulling. But back. he's got something she doesn't, which is goat juice. Nobody knows why this is happening. See, this is why I just <laughs> sent you on your way. Yes, yes. And moved on. Yeah. Um, yes, I'm back. You're, you're rooting for Tom Brady to have uh, failure. I know. I I, look, I am. Here, here's the thing. I don't. I wanted Tom to succeed. I'm a Tom guy. But you did it. You should have retired like Larry Bird. Instead, you did Mag- Magic Johnson. You went to another. It's like, dude, let it go. Yeah. You got seven Super Bowls. You went, what, nine times? You went to the playoff most of your career, 20 yeah. years. You're done. What more do you need? Is what what do you saying. need? Stop it. What are you going to do? Go, uh, you know, uh, hook up with a Hooters waitress now <laughs> in Tampa, you loser? You're going to have wings on Friday night? I mean, See, dude- I have a thing with Tom Brady that I have, as a Steeler fan, I have watched this man have a lifetime of uninterrupted green lights. Yep. His his life is too good for humanity. Yep. We all everybody says life is hard, it's a struggle. It hasn't been. So this next chapter in his life has to be nothing but red light. <laughs> Here's his but it's not. My, and my dream, Robert Kelly, is that someday in the news we'll say that they found Tom Brady in a hotel room with an exercise band around his neck and a note, but he's still alive. Really? He's just at the he's at the you brink. A he's, yes, he's at the brink. They found him jerking off with a thing around his neck. Oh. And and he made it. But he there's a suicide note that yeah. says, I don't know life can't he's pinnacle his pinnacle is so high. He hasn't had it easy his whole life. He has. He has not. Now it's going to be hard. Now, dude, he had a supermodel wife. Yep. He had these kids that he got to kiss. French yeah, kiss. I mean, we yeah. all saw it. I mean, little long, little long. I mean, too, it was one second too long. It was. I've done it with a friend. We kissed. What? Yeah. For the time, the with, same oh, with a male amount friend. of time. Yeah. Me and my friend kissed. We're like, let's let's time this out. You <laughs> how long me. until it's weird? It was. We had it. We timed out how it was. I think it was 
uh, a five and a half second kiss. Oh, that's a lot. Wow. Dude, yeah. That's for, a marathon. For not to be gay, it has to be four seconds. <laughs> After four, it's like, dude, like, oh, yeah, no, 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 no. too much, and yeah. you know. Four seconds, like three seconds, it's nice. It was nice. Yeah, it felt it like was friends. Nice. Friends yeah, being friends. I, I just guys, rather go with the, the cheek thing, you know, the uh, the European way. I think, guys, we should kiss more on the lips. Really? Just to see what the Robert friendship Kelly, is. everybody, is at CB Life. Thanks for coming again. Have you, yeah. have you, ever, have you ever, ever accidentally touched a man gently? Oh, <laughs> accidentally? That, no. That, no, you know, like you're next to somebody on a plane or you're somewhere oh, yeah. and you, you put your hand on their hand and it's like that second of, oh, my God. I'm touching him gently <laughs> by accident. Yep. But you're like, it feels so good. Like It's not so bad. You don't want to pull away so quick. You don't want to be rude and pull away yeah. quick. Yeah. You have two choices. You can be like, dude, well, I'm sorry. Yeah. Or you can just let it happen. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember I was on a on the uh, light rail here in town. I went to a Diamondbacks game, and a guy was behind me. He smelled very good. First thing I remember <laughs> is that was, thank God it's him that we're cramming into this this train car with. And uh, turned, and he's uh, it's moving. We're not going very far, and he's bumping into me, and I turn and look at him, and he goes, just how it is going to be for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And he kind of reminded me, like, this. That's, just, that's why I work alone. Just relax and <laughs> just, let I it happen. Ch- yeah, just squint. <laughs> if yeah. you could turn the yeah. other way. Make a fist Every time you smell it. that cologne, you're back in <laughs> yeah. that moment. I'm triggered to the <laughs> yeah. train. You're, like, looking, why? what are you doing, dude? I don't know. Oh, yeah, nothing. I'll get back to the show. Like, during the show, you just start looking out the window because yeah. you smell like that. Where is he? Nothing like a good, you wear cologne? No. You don't wear cologne? No, I don't. And that's I used to. Thing. I can't because uh, I get tired of that smell within minutes. Really? I get sick of it. Oh, I love when a yeah. girl goes, you smell good. I like that yeah. part. Of course you like that. And yeah. I know other people, I, I get offended by my own cologne. Well, what do you use it? Uh, turpent- well, it's a juice. Turpent- it's a certain juice that <laughs> I oh, Come on. There we go. <laughs> It's like, yeah, don't do it, man. You the pea juice is uh, it's very strange. Yeah. It's, He's uh, still with high karate. It's called it's just uh, it's called squirter.com, and it, it shows up after every ten visits. I have uh, uh, <laughs> sex. Let me tell you something. Thank God for passion, because if wow. there wasn't passion, you wouldn't be able to get over the stink of sex. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you need like you need that teeth grinding. Yeah. Oh, I wanna, mm-hmm. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna. Mm, yeah. I'm gonna. Mm, to get over the, ugh. <laughs> ugh. she was waiting tables all day. Still working. She went to the bar, and then we sat on a rock and had a s- smoke together. And now, ugh, I need all the passion I can to get over that whatever that smells like snake crap. It's like ugh, it's like under a rock, like lizard poop. It's the like musk. And then you're down there. You're like, what am I doing? And thank God for passion. But that stuff cleans yeah. like I it mean, is true though. Passion is a uh, you need it's, it. it. It's it's it adrenalizer gets it helps. you through some. It stuff. helps you. It's like yeah, you need that adrenaline. Oh my god, to yeah. get over the gross. It's like of war. What you're doing. Like your adrenaline has to be yeah. there to charge forward. It's yeah. the same thing with to, a woman's vagina. Yeah, to kill it's a, a man. Sewer. It's the same. <laughs> I mean, think about yeah, what going down on a woman and killing a man takes the exact same mental makeup. It's like what are we doing? That's a <laughs> baby the same door. That's a that's what babies go in and come out. That's not, you're not supposed to be down there having lunch. <laughs> you're not supposed to be down there. It's not with, like Gabagool down there. Yeah, yeah, you're not supposed to be, like, God must be like, what are they doing? <laughs> I didn't build it for that. Like, your face is so far away from those yep. areas for a reason. He but they left it. just enough room between the thighs for your head. Not really. Not nah, my big true. fat head. <laughs> She's going to know yoga for me to get down there. 
just a terrible. If we didn't have passion, we wouldn't do any of the stuff. Well, that's true. It would be missionary only. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if the first guy to just be like, look, I'm going to try this. <laughs> I know. Like how, oh, was, we were talking earlier that hygiene alone on that was dude, 1900s. Then, yeah. oh, how dude. about the first guy that tried it and then tried to talk a buddy into it? Yeah, what about a caveman? They had to find it. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. You know what Ugh. I mean? Yeah. I mean, women women started grooming, I think, in the 60s. Nineteen. We talked about this earlier this week. In the 30s, was it? They invented uh, feminine hygiene products. A man did. Yeah, Yeah, they never have that in the John Wayne movies. Just some (laughs) some girl free bleeding in a field. (laughs) They took my son. They took my son. Yeah, no, get some. (laughs) They didn't take him. He ran away. Her house smells horrible. She can't help us. He thought thought your 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 thing was possessed. Did you get shot? Yeah. is there a bow? In, is there a bow? Is there an arrow in your? Although, John Wayne's free bleeding the movie would be pretty oh, awesome. Yeah. It's like free ble- The name Just... of his Indian friend would be Free Bleeder. Yes. Yeah. Hi, I like John. That. Your yeah. wife. I found her in field bleeding, but she was fine. That all happened, Pilgrim. Just ignore it. Yeah. But yeah, the, uh, the... she attracted raccoons. <laughs> they never had deodorant, and they never had feminine hygiene products till the '30s. Yeah. So our grandparents. Oof. <sighs> well, well, our grandfathers were the bravest men on the planet. It's passion. World War II yeah. and that. Yeah. They went through all that. That's and why they, they're the greatest generation. They brushed their teeth with sticks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sticks. Oh, yeah. Could you imagine yeah. meeting a girl? Ugh. Like, I look at the hookers back in those westerns. Oh. And they're with nine other guys. They haven't showered. Days. Oh, days. Yeah. And they're there weren't this, showers. You go from one mind to another mind. There's, no, just, there's no AC. There's no AC. They just soak and drain out in a tub and get ready for the next fella. Passion. <laughs> Thank God for passion. Passion does God it. invented lust for a reason. They for say it's one of the- through. To push through the stink of the back of yeah. the day. Now it's almost, I mean, my wife, I mean, it's a museum down there. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's a, it's a you know, it's there's nothing down there. It's like marble floors, it yeah. shines. Like it started in the yeah. 90s. It's, yeah. like, it's like Elon Musk's yeah. apartment. There's just a couch and a TV. There's <laughs> nothing. A white wall. No one else goes in there except for her. I haven't seen it in a long time. It's like a hospital. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I always go back to the No razors. Nothing. Our our grandparents, our grandfather said we have to change this, and they did it. Yeah. Thousands of years of man, nobody thought to put something in there to yeah. stop this mess. Yeah, well, one guy was, like, shaving his face. He's like, hey, Gladys, why don't you try that down there on your beard? Yeah. Not to mention the armpits. I like that. You do? Dude, I, I listen. Girl, I, armpit hair? Hang on. Robert Kelly for CBLive.com. Thanks for coming. <laughs> Don't forget my new special. Oh, that's right. You got a special. You can see that. It's called P-Juice. Uh, no, it's a P-Juice. <laughs> I should have named it P-Juice. Um, I was going to call it Remember AIDS. <laughs> that was going to be the name of it. Oh, that's that's going to show up on the queue. I'm, uh, I'm definitely, things you might like would start with Remember AIDS. Remember AIDS. Yeah, um, yeah dude, I like it. I got this when I, a long time ago. Anytime you talk about stories that you have to date it, because I am married. Yeah. Long time ago. Right. Way before I met my wife. Before we were married. Of course, of course. No, yes. um, this couldn't have happened after. That would make you horrible. That would be a yes. terrible person. No, this was, this was definitely before. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> this was before. I swear to God. Um, You're digging the hole. We're not even saying that. <laughs> I was in Vancouver doing something, and I'm not going to tell you what, because you could date it through that, too. Um, <laughs> you were in the Olympics. Yeah, I'm a professional. Um, I, I hired this girl. It was called Sliding. Okay. A massage. Right. And they slide on you. Oh, they boil oh. you up and then rub all over. So they Full oil body you. Slide. She, we're both naked, 
and there's no touching. They just slide all over you, naked. Well, that is touching. Well, not with your hands. Oh, they're up it's in not, the yeah, It's not like sex. You don't have sex. Right. There's just sl- sliding. Some slimy lady is rubbing all Some over. Some slimy French chick that came on a bike <laughs> and a dumb helmet and a backpack. <laughs> and she came up with her stupid accent that right. I didn't understand. And she's just rubbing she all over. She took her close up. She had hairy armpits. Ugh. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. But it didn't work that way for you. It, I liked it. Why? I don't know. What it did was, you do with her penis? Did was, you like that oh, too? I, of course, I slid right all over it. What are you nuts? She paid me. <laughs> yeah, you're so good. Were you doing this or was Rubea. she doing it? Yeah. No, dude, I liked it. I don't know why I liked it. It was you very primal. You tried to primal. encourage your wife? How would she maneuver the pits on, I guess, in Ugh. corners? And- yeah. yeah, she had more than me. It was oh. weird. Did she scrub the heels of your feet with her armpits? <laughs> <laughs> Get some of the, the fluff the off. Cheese grater. Oh, the pedicure. passion. I went in there and I licked it. <laughs> oh! Robert Kelly, see me like a car. Oh, God. New special. Oh, it's got a special out there. It's a pea juice. It's available everywhere. Pea juice. What is the name of your special? Uh, it's called Killbox. Nice. Uh, Louis C.K., the greatest comedian walking. Yeah. How is uh, he doing? He's doing fantastic. Everything's okay. Of course. And you've known him for a long time through, through the mess and through the other stuff. I've been friends with him forever. Was there yeah. a moment with Louie that you thought, oh, boy, we've got to keep an eye on him? No. He was okay most of the well, time. Well, look, at man, what happened to him is so re- ridiculous. I mean, he yeah. talked about it in a special where yeah. it's like, you know, it sucks that everybody everybody has a thing. Yeah. And we do. Yeah. And everybody knows his thing. He's like, I think the joke was, Obama knows my thing. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> oh, my God. My, yeah. I just told you my thing. I like hairy armpits yeah. and penises. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like guys. Listen. I'm a big fella lover. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've kissed wife, a guy five seconds. My wife is cool, but she's lacking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> seven and a half inch. Uh, <laughs> um, anyways. Um, yeah, no, he's great, man. He's he's um dude, you can't you can't do it. It's yeah. comedy, you know, comedy is comedy. People who love comedy know comedy yeah. and will support us and that's the way it was. So he's fine. He's doing he's got dude, he won a Grammy last yeah. year. The he's funny got a thing movie about, out with yeah. Joe List uh, that I was in that's on his web his website, it's like, okay, you don't want to support me, streaming services or whatever. Right. He just he I'll has it, it on, his, on his website. Right. Go to his website. You can Louis the Show is on his website. Oh, it is. He owns that he, yeah. for the next few years. You can go there and watch every episode. All his specials are up there. That's just great. All his movies are up there, uh, and my specials up there. He he came up to me after. He's like, "Why don't you have a special?" I opened for him once. He's, I'm like, yeah. "Because they won't." They said no. All the they said no. And he's like, "I'm doing it. I'm doing your special." And there it is. And then we found out we're going to do it in St. Pete. He 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 got his he got his award winning crew that does his specials and yeah. movies did mine. We found this open room, uh, Coastal Creatives that was just an open studio. We made I was, if you see it and you you're, you're my age you'll know it's Elvis's comeback special. Oh yeah, the same room. That no, not the same room, but oh, you that, built it. That was the look I wanted. Very gotcha. good. You know what I mean? But right. even though I look like Elvis when he died, I was going to say because yeah. we were taking liberties with yeah, what Elvis. Of was. course, I couldn't even find. I just had a leather shirt jacket instead of the whole suit because I, I felt bad because I would have to kill seventeen cows to make that suit. Um, but yeah, dude, I, we filmed it. It was great. It was it was crazy though. Some lady almost died. I'm in there? In the show. We're doing the show the night of. They announce me. I come through the doors. It's magic. Like, this is happening. Yeah. Right? I can't believe Louis C.K.'s doing this. It's the special I wanted in my brain. He created it. Right. I walk out. I get on stage. I'm killing. 20 minutes in, all of a sudden I hear, help her. 
it's in my head. I'm, 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 whatever. And then I hear, help her, please. Bobby. Then my name. He uses my you. name. They I called looked, on you to I fix looked this. For center stage, second row. Just a lady going, just like her, has, her head died. And there's oh, burying in her neck. Man. Her husband's going, help her, looking at me in the middle of my joke. Like in the middle of me Do you remember killing. the joke? No, I have no idea. I don't remember anything. That would be great to hear that. I go, here, give her my water. I gave her my water. I'm like, is she diabetic? I'm just going to fat guy stuff. Right. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm not a doctor. He starts yelling at me. I'm like, relax. Keep your tone down. First of all, I'm trying to help. <laughs> Getting mad at me. I'm the only one helping. All of a sudden, the plate, the lights go up. Chairs are being flown. I have to go off stage because all the chairs are going on the stage. I'm off stage staring at where I was just killing my special. Oh, my special? No. And every comic knows you get it the first one. The second one yeah. is, for, you know, for, to have fun. Right. I'm not getting it the first one. <laughs> right. Right? You so killed someone. I'm, I'm di- all of a sudden, they're drag. <laughs> I mean, dude, it was nuts. They're dragging her out, and I see them, like, these three guys dragging her out. And as soon, like Louis's right there, and as soon as they drag her past Louis, and Louis sees that she's on the other side of him, he turns to me, and goes, "We're good. <laughs> Let's go. Get back out." He there. I, I talked to him. I go, "Dude, is she already right? goes. I don't care if she died. Yeah. As long as she's out of the room, yeah. we get a special to shoot. Yeah, this is a lot of my money. Comedians right? always say they're killing. You Dude, did I, it. You I was did. Killing. You actually did it. I had to go back on stage. It was so nuts." I got immediate headache in my eye. I performed the rest of the show with this eye yeah. stress headache. I'm in oh, my own- Oh, poor you. There was a dead woman. We're talking about your ailment. <laughs> yeah, dude. This is my special. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of money. Yeah. It was her special to see me. She failed at that yeah. by not, not having a candy bar or some juice on her. She can't I mean, finish. What, yeah, what am I going to do? Get a fan. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. And then, uh, so I'm on, I'm so mad. I get off stage. I'm flipping out. It's dead. It's ruined. If I don't get the, I'm, I'm literally having a breakdown. They cleared the dressing room. Louie came in. He's like, dude, we're good. We got it. And I'm like, no, we didn't. I this and that, yeah. dude. What? He's like, but he gave me, all of a sudden he gave me this Martin Luther King speech. Literally this crazy, you know, Martin Luther King once said didn't work. He went yeah. to JFK, didn't work. Then he took out a Tom Brady inspirational video. It worked. <laughs> it was so good. It got, I was like, let's do it. Yeah. We, let's go. Can I, how many minutes into the special did this happen? 20 minutes. Okay, can I convince you to sell that? And then just right in the middle of the joke, yeah. you, you just you go, well, what am I supposed to do? And then just credits roll. <laughs> yeah. It ends yeah. that way. Just that first. Yeah, that's yeah. it. 20 the first minutes. 20 minutes go by, everything's and going we, well. And then we do a doc backstory yeah. of that lady. Right, or no explanation ever. <laughs> no, we just show what happened to her, <laughs> right. why she got to we, this point. The next episode Dedication. Do yeah, you know what happened to her? Did you follow up? Oh, she died. Oh, no, I'm kidding. She didn't. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, me and Louie killed her that night for ruining my special. Look how much money this cost. Yeah, we choked her out in the parking lot. You, you, and Louie stood there and, you know, obviously cucked the entire no, situation. No, no. No, 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 but it's, uh, no, it worked out. We, the second show Holy I murdered. Crap. And now it's it's on his website, man. I mean, but it's like Vegas, you're chasing on the second show, which should be the great. You're, you're, uh, the next show, yes, I was a little nervous going out, but. Because this I, had to be the one. 
It, it was. Just in case. Thank God we got it on the next show, and then they edited it together. Did the and... crowd stay after the dead woman was escorted out? <laughs> yeah, they Tampa, dude. They, they, <laughs> they don't care. Yeah, they don't care. Was, yeah, they're used to it. Dying in, during, yeah. of COVID yeah. at the they, at, they at the pulled... Wind Dixie, they just kick him over. <laughs> Somebody at the Mons <laughs> Venus gets yanked out. Yeah, they're higgly wiggly. Yeah, it's Tampa, dude. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> Let's go. It's a yeah. dead guy. Big deal. Move yeah. on. They were gonna shoot her. They had guns. Get her out. <laughs> Boom. She's wrecking my night too. Yeah, man. <laughs> I love that the husband had to be told, "Watch your tone." Dude, he was. I oh, felt so tone. bad I'm for this. Yeah. I felt so bad for this guy. Yeah, because he didn't get to finish watching the special yeah, either. Plus he, he had to leave. <laughs> plus, he needed help carrying his wife out. That's always embarrassing. And as they're yeah. wheeling around, you still have one <laughs> more drink to order. Wait a second. Yeah. That's the embarrassing is he needed help carrying yeah, his wife. too big for just him to carry. Look, if, if my <laughs> wife. <laughs> if my wife collapsed, I could carry her somewhere. Alone. Yeah, if we were yeah. like out somewhere, like. You know what I mean? Like that's a good lesson for the kids. Make sure you're dating a girl that if, <laughs> if things go care. wrong, yeah, you don't you, need a hand picking her up. You're in the desert and something happens to her leg, you could carry her out. Right. You don't have to leave her there like a like cattle. You know what I mean? <laughs> she was right here, and you see birds eating her. Guts. Leave her to the wolves. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? You I go mean, back and find her giant bones. My wife would have to leave me if something happened to me. <laughs> You're staying there. Yeah, she's not going to build a rig <laughs> to drag me out. You know I'm going I mean? to leave for help. Yeah. And uh, just look for the buzzard circling. Oh, my God. I think he's there. Yeah. Robert Kelly. It's been too long. I've always, uh, like, I enjoy when you show up here. Yeah, there man, you. me too, man. You guys uh, are fun. This has been man. a lot of fun, guys. <laughs> Go get my special. Come on out. And What's the website? LouisCK.com? LouisCK.com okay. or RobertKellyKillbox.com. But I got two shows tonight. I got two shows tomorrow. Yeah. I love this club. I've never played the the CB Live. I've oh, always, yeah. I did the Improv or I've done the other one. Stand up, done this done. club is great. This Beautiful. Is, yeah, yeah. yeah, you were there last night. So, yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's great. It's a great spot. And uh, you're... you're Trust me, kill it. You guys will all laugh for hours. CB Live at Desert Ridge. Go to cblive.com. Robert Kelly, leave us with words of wisdom. Fix yes, it. Yes, uh, sure. Do me a favor. I want to make sure that uh, if you drop something and you're, you're fat, leave it. <laughs> <laughs> Even the value? If don't it's take high value. any chances. I don't care if it's $100. Yeah. Okay. I've, I've actually left $40 on the ground. Just because you don't want to embarrass yourself Listen, trying to pick it up? Nobody wants to see it. Just leave it. That's the fat universe saying other people need this money. You understand? And if you have a dead toenail, love it. Just embrace it. And if you have you a have belly, one right if you have a, I have a two dead toenails. Let me see them. Really? Yeah. I Don't they fall off? Eventually. Oh, dude. My toenail looks like a Frito chip. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah. Dude. My grandma had one. She had died and looked like an eagle talon. Let me that. see this. It's dying. Yeah. It's dying. Oh, I mean, it's yeah. dead. It's not pre-diabetic. It's that's got what it, happens when yeah. you try to pick up four. Oh, that's bucks. pretty dead. I see. I see. Oh it, yeah, yeah that's dude. pretty gone. Does it uh, smell? Oh yeah. If you cut it, <laughs> I break the seal like a mummy. It's like a, it's like a mummy. You know, it's yeah. It smells. Oh yeah. You need passion to. If you have a foot, <laughs> you need passion to it take your socks off. Passion, a lot that's of why. If a hot chick comes up to me at a show and is like, "I, I like you," I'm like, "You're out of your mind." That means you're into dead toenails and belly button hernias. You just this is a fetish. You got a belly button hernia? I gotta gotta get it. Can I see it? Yeah. Let me see it. Well, I don't want to see it. Oh, hey, gee, Jesus, listen. God, why did you make him do that? Dude, I got mine fixed. <laughs> yeah. You got to get it fixed, dude. I yeah. am. You yeah. know what that is, right? No. It's your, dude, that means. Well, you, I know. You a... ate so much one day that your stomach lining ripped open and your intestines <laughs> shot out through your belly button. Yeah. That's, that's what it is. And I've been there. But I have my fixed. Yeah, Bray's got to get his fixed now. That's like a. That's like that's such a great fact. I think where it's like, dude, whatever you're eating was so good, you ripped through your stomach. <laughs> to just get more. To finish.
Oh my god! Always and, a pleasure. And to pinpoint the exact yeah. thing, there's like there's so many things that I ate. Yeah. That oh no. So yeah. good. They don't don't waste your time with that. That forensic <laughs> science is <laughs> yeah. we don't have that yet. Get the gastric sleeve. I just got it. I lost seventy pounds. Is that true? Yeah. You were you can get a gastric sleeve. Uh, you're not that big. I was three hundred and fifty. You pounds. are that. Come on. Holy All right. We don't have to most. do dramatic. Well, that is fast. Movie I mean, phone guy. Wow. He is that. Let's big. Get, put, this cue summer. the music. Cue the music. <laughs> this yeah. summer, Robert Kelly is that big. <laughs> In a movie called Holy <laughs> Sh**, What Happened to Robert Kelly? <laughs> uh, yeah, Thank you very much. Thank it's you, buddy. I'll Robert see you guys Kelly, everybody. It's 98. Ah, it's head like a hole. Nine inch nails right there. It's 918, and it's just about that time for Brady to entertain us all. It's called the Entertainment Drill. And it's brought to you by my friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. Uh, I did get an email from somebody that said, uh, Brady, uh, talk about your uh, belly button hernia. Yeah. And somebody said, I had one of those. He said, did Brady get it the same way I did, moving the tables and chairs out of the way to get the pickles off the ceiling at McDonald's? (laughs) (laughs) No, that's not how Brady got it. It is tough, though, to move those chairs and tables every day to get the free pickles off the ceiling. But uh, that is not how it is. That's rough. That looks big. And I've had it a long time. I had no idea. Oh, yeah, you can. Does it hurt? No. No, nothing, huh? Well, lucky you. Uh, anyway, you can't defend your uh, yourself against uh, one of those, I guess, unless you start eating like a human being. For crying out loud, the way Robert Kelly described it. But you can defend yourself from weirdos and strangers and uh, creeps on the street. And they're out there. They're all out there, and they're all being weird and creepy. Tonight, uh, for the ladies, and I don't know if there's any slots open, but it's worth it. And I don't like saying those phrases together. But uh, <laughs> female self-defense seminar tonight at uh, the Glendale location with uh, Tony, who's amazing. And the Chandler location with Michael, who's also equally amazing, and all their trainers that work at those facilities, they're doing a female self-defense seminar. You can check it out, reactdefense.com, and see if that's uh, still available. If it's not, they have other seminars coming up in a little while that they you can check out on their website as well. But they do it every day, so you don't even have to be part of a seminar. If you're a woman who's thinking about it, if you're a man who's thinking about it, if you're just a professional human being trying to get through your days, do your job and think, what would I do if the world went pear-shaped? Do I know how to handle myself? Well, find out. Go through that trial and see uh, all these things they can teach. At the very least, you're going to go in there and go, wow, that's a great thing to have with me for the rest of my days uh, to keep off all these fentanyl meth head weirdos that are coming into good neighborhoods now. They're everywhere. It's not paranoia. It's preparation, and you can be prepared. Uh, we need more sheep dogs. We need a whole lot less sheep. So be one, a protector. Uh, it's easy enough. ReactDefense.com. It's the home of Tactical Black. Brady Entertain. James Corden. Might be a horrible restaurant guest, mm-hmm. but Conan O'Brien isn't. Um, a former staffer, Conan O'Brien, named Todd Levin, tweeted at one time, Conan, uh, he was at a restaurant with a crew member who was fired because Conan wit- witnessed him being impatient and rude to a server at a restaurant. That's See, that's huge to a guy who's worked in the business. Yeah. As a former waiter, bartender, and you know, having lived with one. Nothing worse than being rude to the waitstaff. If they're dicks to you, it's because they hate their lives. Move on with yours. Uh, and don't eat their food. That's, you know, that's just it if you got too many. But waiters that catch hell from people who, ugh, there's nothing worse. Conan is right. And Conan won me over when he paid his entire staff after Jay Leno basically hammer effed the entire Tonight Show situation. And Conan said, we're out. But he had just gotten that huge contract. He paid the entire staff to say, hang out with me until the... Show Hang on TBS in there. starts. We, we got another show coming. We just can't do it for a while. I'll pay you in the meantime. John Stamos once turned down a series that was described to him as 
Charlie's Hookers. It was pitched by Ryan Murphy. It's the guy responsible for Glee, American Horror Story, and the controversial Dahmer series that's happening. He does great horror. Yeah, Stamos says they went to lunch together and Murphy pitched him the show like this. You play a male hooker and you sleep with the husband and you sleep with the wife and then you kind of work on their marriage. He goes, and plus, you have a really cute black guy that's there, um, and uh, you're like Charlie's Angels, but you're hookers. Charlie's hookers. How is that like Charlie's Angels at all? I don't know, because then there's a third cute blonde guy. Oh, so, so there's, there's three twinks being gay marriage counselors. Hookers. yeah. <laughs> and sex uh, workers. Yeah. Stamos says, uh, I wasn't really receptive to the idea it's at the time. It's a terrible idea. But I... I should have done it, because then Murphy offer, offered him a part on Nip Tuck. Oh, that would have been big. And he regrets turning that down as well. Do they have the unseen leader of Charlie's Hookers coming through that little uh, Yeah, I wonder. <laughs> Afternoon, Hookers. Hi, Charlie. <laughs> the pimp. I'm going to need you to have B-sex with people. <laughs> Afternoon, angels. Charlie. That's right, Monroe. You have to go out and have sex with all sorts of men today. Wow, that's weird. And I would watch it yeah. once, I Strangely, think. yeah. I don't think I want to see John Stamos in a devil's threesome and then work on someone's marriage. I actually, It's like uh, the yes, friend of the family. I do want to see it once. I don't think I'm going to make, you know, appointment TV out of it. It depends on how cute is, uh, is the, the black one was and the blonde one. If you haven't seen the uh, James Bond, the music of James Bond documentary, talks about how so many artists... Uh, would love to do the theme song to James Bond. Actually, that's incorrect, Brady. The music of James Bond is where I sing the hits of the 90s. I'm packed and I'm holding. That's third eye blind, Brady. You should follow along. I don't practice Santeria. I don't got no crystal ball. <laughs> that's, that's a good one. Good. That's, that's pretty great. good. Who sang that, Brett? Uh, third Eye Blind. The, no, the Centuria. Oh, uh, Sublime. Sublime. That's yeah. right. Brady knows. I don't practice Centuria. I do Sublime Resignation Superman. Connery. Resignation Superman is my best one. <laughs> I'll be at the Wigwam Lounge this weekend in Paradise Valley, performing all the hits of the 90s. Well, Ed Sheeran. Come on, Barbie. Let's go party. Ah, ah, ah. That's the music of James Bond I want to hear. Who did that other Superman song? Oh, oh that was that was, Crash Test Dummies. Yeah, Crash Test Dummies. That was mm-mm-mm. that wasn't yeah. Superman. Oh, okay. So. Mm-hmm. Why did you get Superman? Because I thought he talked about Superman. That was uh, Roger Moore did that. <laughs> Once there was this girl who yeah, that's right. couldn't go and change with the girls in the change room, but then when they made her, she had polka dots all over her body, Daisy. Well, Ed Sheeran was originally supposed to do the theme song to No Time to Die. He even started writing it. Cool. But they changed the director, and then they changed the script. And Ed Sheeran was out. Out. Billie Eilish. Great song, it's by the way. It's a great yeah, song. Billie Eilish did a great job. I and still watch think that documentary. Most of those songs it's really, really cool. Good. A lot the of them are. Chris Cornell's song for, uh, what was the one uh, in Monte Carlo? Um, Casino Royale. Yeah. yeah. I think that he did He did that one for Casino Royale. I'm getting them right. Ridiculously good. He might have done the one for The House. 
what was the one after that? The Moonhaven or whatever the hell that. He did Casino Royale. He did Casino Royale, which is a great song. The the one nobody does it better. Carly Simon was a uh, that was way. Well, Live and Let Die too. Yeah. yeah. Paul McCartney, and they all talk about, uh, you know, they're approached by uh, Shut Your Mouth. The only song from James Bond is me. You're right. I'll sing all of them. Head like a hole, black as your soul. I just heard that on your radio station. Why wouldn't I? Now f*** off and listen to me sing. <laughs> I would watch that. Sean Connery singing hits would be fun. Eight, six, seven. <laughs> yeah, that's the 80s, Brady, but I'll do that. Those are the Roger Moore years. Jenny, <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> I've got your number, and I'm going to make you mine. Oh, it'll be five across the face. You going to see Black Adam this weekend? It's out in the theaters. No. Okay. Ticket to Paradise. Huh? Clooney and Julia Roberts mm, team no. up. Oh, I thought you were telling them to sing Eddie Money. Yeah, I got Eddie Money's <laughs> documentary. Two tickets to Paradise. Uh, two tickets to Paradise. Good one, Brad. I'll sing that too. <laughs> Pack your bags. We'll leave tonight. I've got. <laughs> I'm going to make a whole album of that. I think I'm going to start with Santeria. Because I don't remember how to say it right now. Santeria. Santeria. Yeah. Don't practice Santeria. I haven't a crystal ball. If I had a million dollars, well, I'd I'd spend it all. Andy Dick is facing felony burglary charge. He's still for a stealing or something. Yeah, stealing yeah. tools. That's usually uh, when you're doing that stuff. That's well, he has a drug problem. Yeah, and also probably likes to load a cucumber on the chuck of a drill and put it in places we can only imagine. Yeah, put that in my ass. That's great. Yeah, it said uh, stole a drill and a post hole digger. Oh, oh my god, he's oh, taking man. it. Wow, the belly button hernia is bad. She... Forget it. Let's put this right here. We'll get this all over with. It's a post hole digger, Andy. Just lay there and take it. Jesus Christ. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Yeah, it's my ass. Kiss it. No, I love found him funny. He's not. That's why. Because you have to be funny to be found yeah. funny, and he's just not. He was great in that little scene as the weirdo teaching ladies how to do BJs in old school. Yeah. That's it. And it wasn't him. That could have been anybody that played that. Nick Swardson could have done that. But boy, oh boy, Andy Dick, not funny. Next time Lovitz is here, ask him about Andy Dick and watch out. Oh, they're not friends? Oh, oh well, he, really? he blames him for Phil Hartman's death. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. And Andy jokes about it. And Andy tells him that he did it because he got Bryn back on drugs. Oh, it's bad. It is not good. Lovitz hates him. And when Lovitz tells the story, you're like, well, oh, now I hate him. Anyway, what are you going to do? Uh, it's 928. we got the Guadalupe Squares coming up. Moe's not here, so Toledo will poorly host today. Uh, as the Mayim Bialik of our square. So he's the host when uh, Ken Jennings can't do it. And so we're hoping for here. a sweep? Yeah, we're hoping for a quick <laughs> one today. Let's try to, you know, be on, your, be on your points today, folks. Let's get through this as fast as possible so there's less Toledo hosting. Uh, if you want to play, uh, you can text. No, you can't. You no. can call 585-9800. Uh, tickets to the Singing Dead and yes. anything else? Uh, that's all I got right, right now. All right, we'll give you something else, too, yeah. just in case. But Night of the Singing Dead. What a show that's going to be. Lucky. Uh, we'll give you tickets to that. If you want to play them squares, we need a girl, we need a boy. 585-9800, that's how you do it. Squares are next. There goes your entertainment drill. There you go. It's Kid Rock, everybody. Uh, it's 942. It's time for them Guadalupe squares and get us the hell out of here for yet another weekend. 
seemingly speeding up on us more and more. It's already Friday. Uh, Mo's not here today, which is uh, disappointing for so many reasons. And the biggest one is about to fall out of my mouth. But if, uh, if we're going to give tickets away to the Night of the Singing Dead, which is next Saturday night at uh, Copper Blues downtown, which is ought to be awesome. And the folks who, uh, uh, you know, Copper Blues right there attached to Stand Up Live downtown just got a text from our friend Matt the king of the entire comedy club world in this uh, town. He says, hey, if you guys want to see Robert Kelly, talking to you listeners, uh, to, tonight or tomorrow, go to the website and use the promo code KUPD at checkout at cblive.com, and all you'll have to do to see Robert Kelly is pay the service fees. Wow. So he's giving away some free tickets because he liked them uh, on KUPD. So it's basically them saying, hey, nice. your KUPD listeners liked Robert Kelly this morning. How about we throw him a bone? So there you go. And, and what we'll do there is second place or whoever – That'll be another thing. You can go see Robert Kelly or Night of the Singing Dead. Those are the prizes today. And we'll see who they choose. It'll either kill me or it'll make me feel happy. <laughs> it's one of the two things. Uh, Mo not being here means that uh, the host today is Mayim Toledo. Everybody, here's your host of the Guadalajara School. Mayim Toledo. Whoa, I'm sorry. Eric, I the wrong sweetheart. Button. That's right. Sorry. Hit the wrong button. Go ahead, Mayim. Uh, in the upper left square, we have our president, Joe hey, Biden. Come on, man. Two words, two words. Two words. You're two back words, in man, your original two. square. Trying to back up here in the left square, upper left. How many of you get to see it, Brady? Get out of here, Boogie. Hey, sir, everybody, I'm sorry about that uh, forgiveness. And forgive me for the loan forgiveness that none of you are actually getting. I'd also like to What pardon. happened? Forgot. Oh, forgave, two words, forgive me. Two words. Two, two words. words. I can't do the student loan oh, thing. Oh, damn it. It's too hard. Get sued. Get dead. Can't forgive that debt. Brady, get out debt free. Debt free. Give me a debt free scream. <gasps> I'm debt free. Uh, we'll be more back what, with. What about me and my loans? Your loans sir? are. You, did they work? Uh, did you finish? work. Your, are you job haver? I am. Good for you. No, you got to pay your loan. Damn it. If you're in between the age of 26, 26 and a half, we'll forgive those loans. 54, you're out? You're right out. That's it. Thank you. (laughs) Say thank you for inflation. Call it the Lizzo bill. Everything's getting bigger. (laughs) Bidenflation. I'm going to say goodbye to a good friend, Liz Truss. (laughs) Permanent contact that I had. She really served her country. She did a great job for those two weeks. A fortnight of Liz Truss. All right, good. Did real good. Happy birthday, Kamala. Kamala's birthday this weekend. You have a big celebration at her house. It's the big white one in the middle. No, no, that's yours. Oh, God. She keeps that's telling me yours. it's hers and asks me to leave. Are you decorating? I'm leaving. Oh. She comes in and I'm like, thanks, doll. Uh, just vacuum up and make the beds. And she goes, I'm not the help. And I'm like, oh, jeez, I forgot. She goes, in fact, I'm the homeowner. Oh, no. I go, that's All right. Good. Take you used seat. to do that stuff. What? Cleaning homes. I used to have people clean my homes. Here's some Back inch. in the 1800s, we had... All sorts of Kamala's cleaning our houses. Oh, no, no, jeez. That's why I hired her. Oh, God, no, you didn't I hire her. I grew up a black Puerto Rican she Jew gay. She ran with you. Yeah. I was a black Puerto Rican Jew gay. Tell you what, I went to Jew school more than you did. No, you I didn't. I was at shul with the Puerto Rican. Tom no, Ray. That's right. That's who I am. Stop. Stop saying words. Someday it's diced All right, moving Puerto on. Rico. Before you get in more trouble, we're moving on. In the middle square, it's Mike Judge's birthday this weekend, so we brought in Beavis and Butt. Check it out. That dude's really old. <laughs> yeah. That guy's ancient. Actually, so are you guys. You yeah. guys are we're like, up there, too. Yeah. We're almost 50 years old. We're almost 50 years old, and neither of us know who our dad are. You, you could be on the show. <laughs> 
Hey, Dad Toledo. Never made a bus- you start mouthing off about things about us. We could talk about you, too. Go ahead. I met your dad the other day. Uh-oh. You know what he called me? Lucky. Because he's <laughs> a lot of kids he hasn't met before, jerk ass. Yeah, screw you, Toledo. Your dad says, uh, F yourself again. Check it out. We live out in Leisure World. And we were grabbing squanches the other day. Evidently, that's frowned upon. Heard about that. Yeah, we were all going to be. I know. I know. I know. Next thing you know, the cops are around. Leisure World Squanch is off limits. Yeah, we're 55 plus now. All right, take a seat, guys. In the upper right square, it is the entire crew. The NBA on TNT. Oh, jeez. All right. Thanks, Ernie. Ernie Johnson with Charles Barkley, Kenny, and Shaq. Charles, thoughts? I like the way you host the show a lot better than Mayim Toledo does. It's much better that way. And by the way, I'd like to be introduced from now on as Big Buck Chuck. Have you seen the money I make? You see how much money oh, I make? awesome, Chuck. Billions and millions of dollars. I married something, I have to admit. I married myself a squanch. No, that's Maureen. <laughs> Maureen is a squanch. I heard the word, and I'm like, man, nothing fits, nothing better descriptive than what I saw was a squanch. Charles, you better be careful. You in the town that squanch lives here. This ain't good. Charles, you should probably stop talking about your wife that way. Check thoughts? Well, I've met her before. She is a squanch. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I always ask? Hey, by the way, Charles, congratulations on your contract. It's huge. That's right. It's huge. Like your ass. And also less rich than my ass. How's my rich ass taste? <laughs> How's the general? The general is paying. I have insurance. That I have more money than Charles, and I recognize that that word is spelled differently. <laughs> but it's just a good way to use it. In the middle left square, no would have been his birthday this week as well. It's uh, yeah. Norm McDonald. Hey, Norm, back here, back again. Dad? From the end. Hey, it's dead, you know, been up here for a while. Hey, Brady. How's that cloud? Yeah, you know, it's pretty good up here in this cloud. I have no problem with that, you know. I uh, frown on a uh, uh, heavenly hair pie. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've had a lot of that up here. A lot of these old ladies don't shave, you know. They've been dead for a long time, you know. So they come up here and like, hey, 1600s Marie Antoinette, how are you? And then you notice, ah, hygiene. <laughs> how's Super Dave? Yeah, he's up here. You know? Super Dave's up here. That's right. We've been up here for quite a while together. Together? It's great to have you. Yes, I've been dead for a while. Been waiting for Norm. <laughs> Yeah, you know me, Super Dave, and I wander around meeting all these old ladies. You know, there's like old ladies. There's tons of them up here. Hey, you wander around and say, hey, there, look at there. There's Betsy Ross. I can grab that squash. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and she appreciated it. You know? He's like, yeah. Just splinters. You know? Brett's jealous grabbing squash. <laughs> George Washington just gave her vagina splinters. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, and he's going to go over there and try to find a vagina, you know? He's, uh, I saw one over here was in the sink. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies fell out. She was murdered. I found her vagina in the sink. Aww. Yeah, you know, they got plumbing up here and stuff. And he's, he's flushing down the sink. Uh-huh. Got anyway, it's good to be back. We're dead for that. In the middle square, we met him earlier this morning. Uh, Hurry up, Bob Wani Brady, otherwise known as the creator yeah. of the Indian Chivon Channel. Well, I just got my face plastered up against the glass here at uh, Bootswaniopolis over on... Uh, <laughs> What's it? Who's this on uh, Pioneer Road in Albuquerque? Where, where the hell was that? Uh, Alma School in uh, Arizona Avenue. That's in the, the one. Arizona Avenue in the two. I've uh, for some reason I've blanked it out. 
its location in case I stumble it's upon trauma it. for you, It's Brady. a little traumatic, but they get these inconsistent hours over here at Bogwaniopolis. Inconsistent? Yeah, they're posted. Oh, yeah, it's just 10 through to 2, and there I was, and I'm shaking, and the door's all what locked up. What time was up, it? And there's Indians inside laughing. But what time was 245? it? 2.45. It's like 2.15, 2.20. Totally inconsistent. <laughs> a good restaurant is open 24 hours a day, just serving in and serving. That's right. Blowing out belly buttons. It's Tuesday's <laughs> belly button blowouts. And Robert gonna get together and talk about your blown out belly button? Please leave the front of my car. You are driving away the customers. You cannot have any more. Your belly button is repulsing people. It is protruding. You went in the half belly shirt? Belly button there. He's got a half shirt on because I wandered over in my halter. <laughs> anyway. One piece of garlic naan. That's Kirby all I Kirby the want. Giant just rode up on her bicycle. She's trying to give me a ride home in her basket. You and E.T.? Don't tell you any time, Daddy. They don't want you here. You're time to go home. Kirby uh, the Giant's on her little bike. I like new Kirby. Me well, too. We're going to go to Action Ride Shop and get her an appropriate bike. Did they make one big enough? Yeah, you know those 1900s ones with those gigantic <laughs> wheels? I don't want to ride a big bike, Daddy. Why do you tell people that I am the giant on the bike? This is tiny. Kind of are. <laughs> You know who her name is? Fezzik D. Williams. Probably <laughs> <laughs> going to ride her bike around the parking lot while Daddy eats Bushwan. <laughs> All right, take a seat, Fezzik. We'll get back to you in a second. In the middle right square, it's Jeff Goldblum. Oh, happy birthday, happy uh, birthday to Jeff. Uh, me. Uh, it's my birthday. What uh, did you get me, Brady? I assume I you got, got you me some Indian ice cream food. and some oh. shoes. Oh, oh, I love uh, shoes. Uh, did a whole special on uh, Jeff Goldblum. World according to Jeff Goldblum. I did shoes. I oh, I'm wearing them. You're mystified I, too much in oh, that show for me. Oh, look, a man talking. Fascinating. <laughs> Things to say. Looking for an apartment. Oh, oh, I have the answer, the apartment internet. I'm Brad Wellerflower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, look, an Italian. Uh, como se dice Italian. That's not how <laughs> That's you not it. it. Oh, and lasagna. Uh, How's it made? Oh, I'll find out on the dishes. world according to Jeff Goldblum. Oh, Brady's wearing a coat. Wonder where that came from. We'll find out uh, later. Happy uh, birthday to you. Uh, to me. All right, in the bottom left Ooh. square, it is Brady's secret square. Give us a hint, Brady. Hi, guys. I'm 27 years old. I used to be a rude, thoughtless little pig. <laughs> At least that's what my dad told me. Who gave you a square? Get out of here. Where's my gun? <laughs> All right, in the middle, bottom middle you square. You make me wish I was shooting blanks with your mother. Fresh off a win last night, it is the beard Cliff Kingsbury and his quarterback, Kyler Murray. Yeah, that was nice. Great win last night, Coach. Great win last night. What's up with you guys uh, getting into it on the sideline? <laughs> yeah, Kyler has a temper, most children do. And, uh, <laughs> he started to yell at me, and I started to laugh, and then he got mad because it's funny when midgets yell. Kyler, Did you, you got any him? thoughts on I'll that? I'll tell you what, man. I'll tell you, look at you, you bearded piece of garbage. You put me out there, you hey, feed me to the wolves. Get up on this stool so we can see you. Get a mother f- game plan together. <laughs> Isn't this adorable when he gets mad? <laughs> anyway, the beard's pretty much, uh... When's your gal come back? Tomorrow, so we're going to lose next week. I've got a long way. It's like a mini-buy. Uh, so, I'm going to take <laughs> the next four days. She shows up here Saturday night, and we're going to, uh... Do with the butt. Oh, wow. And, uh, pretty your, much gonna, Yours or hers? 
at whatever she wants. <laughs> We're going to oil up Kyler and shove him in. I'm not going in there again, man. You need to calm again. the f- down. Calm the f- down, man. Kyler, you are adorable when you yell. You get all, you get all sweaty. It's funny. Anyway, so I'm going to do the butt with that girl. So I'm going to lose focus starting on Friday night and pretty much have no game plan for next week. So. Coach McCoy will be in there? Yeah, Coach Cole McCoy is going to take over for the game plan. The old beard's going to be pretty worn out probably through Wednesday from butt activities with that uh, incredible girl. I got you did out. have some nice capris on last night. I was wearing capris. No I, socks? I look pretty sharp. Running you have to admit, it's a national game. I had to dress it up a little Looked bit. Look good. Man, you better have a goddamn game plan next week. You see what happens when we try? We win. In the bottom right yeah, square. Yeah, that's not going to happen next week. <laughs> In the bottom right square, it is our boss, Trip Reed. Yeah! Sorry about the team, boss. Oh, you're not over it. Um, my friend Dave, who is the manager of the Dodgers, for now. Ooh, you're not going to fire him. I'm going to have to go down and get let Dave go. You know, I went over to Vin Scully's grave. And I ran a recording. You want to hear it? Uh-oh. Sounds like this. Welcome to Dodgers Baseball. <laughs> I don't know if I translated on the radio, but he was spinning. It <laughs> <laughs> was a great visual. Ben <laughs> Scully joke. Yeah. All right, who's on the line? Our wonderful oh. phones dropped somebody, so Carrie. Perfect with Toledo and host. Carrie's the winner. <laughs> Carrie, are you there? Open her up here. You gotta be there, though. Carrie, are you there? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, congratulate. Pick a I'm square. Here. Pick a square, Carrie. Let's see if we can get her to play by herself. Um, the secret square. All right. Good luck, Hi, Carrie. Katie. Any ideas? <laughs> yeah. Um, Ireland Baldwin. Ireland Baldwin oh, is right. Carrie yes. wins. Congratulations. Carrie wins. Great job, Carrie. Hold on. <laughs> what are you gonna? What would you rather have? Uh, tickets to go see uh, Robert Kelly uh, tonight or tomorrow, or Night of the Singing Dead next week with the greatest band ever? Are you kidding? Singing Dead. Oh, no, all right. There, I thought, there I thought, we go. There we go. Hold on a second. Nice job. Well, that made me feel good. I won't shoot her. Oh, well, that's good. <laughs> that's a nice thing. Thank you, Alec. <laughs> if I was you, I'd recommend not bringing a gun to the show on uh, next Saturday. No. Bad things happen. Daddy! Shut up, Ireland. Fat little pig. Man. You ask yourself if I am God. I am God. Things have not softened for you. No, I didn't do anything wrong. And I have one message for anyone who thinks I did. Safe gun. Safe gun. Safe gun. Safe gun. It's blanks. Don't worry. Anyway, Ireland, get in the car. The back of it. All right, let's go. We're done. Fred, are you going anywhere unannounced? Uh, no. He wasn't earlier. No. We, announced, yeah. we announced it, and then they took it away from him anyway. No, you can't go. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I like when the phones go. dump it when Toledo hosts, because then there's less of us to have to deal with it. <laughs> Good squares, guys. <laughs> Great job. Save those questions for next week. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> we can even do Ireland Baldwin again next week. Why not? <laughs> uh, and we're early, which is even better. Which is the first on that Friday. never happens on a Friday. It's the first Friday. Uh, we're done. Uh, you guys have yourselves a phenomenal week. And oh, don't forget about the canine thing. 
The Aleka Canine Police Trials at Westworld are yeah. going on uh, tomorrow and Sunday. Yeah. I believe it goes until four tomorrow and then three on Sunday because things kind of wrap up. But it's a uh, it's a great it's event. Be great. And also, I want to say uh, uh, over at Lost Our Home Pet Rescue, it's Adopt a Shelter Dog Month October. And I uh, did the commercial earlier, but I, I got to hang out with uh, Princess Pretty Paws yesterday. And Princess nice. Pretty, she's a German Shepherd. It's a, you can change the name. I even say at the end of the video, you've got a stupid name. Like I'm rubbing her. She had puppies. She was a stray, came pregnant to the, the shelter, gave birth to the puppies. All the puppies have been adopted. She's having uh, shelter anxiety. She's starting to become that dog that starts to shut down. She's six. She's been through a ton. She's a sweetheart, and she needs a home. And she's on the uh, 98kp.com. Go to Lost Her Home. I say she's on the spectrum. She's on the spectrum. She is. She's, she has to. She, she can't live on her own. That's how bad it is. It's Asperger's. And she's always going to need someone, she and she needs, needs you. But somebody needs to take this dog, and I was, I was with her yesterday, and I'm like, oh, sweet little angel. But it's going the wrong way, and she's going to become a timid, sick uh, it's going to be bad. They took her. They had to, you know, her puppies and all the other stuff and all the stuff that's happened. We don't know what she's been through. She was so nice. Uh, so, if you have it in your heart to get this dog home for the last however many years she has, she's six, so she's got plenty left. But you got to get her out of there. It has to. She has to get out of the shelter. Shelter dogs. Some can do it. Some can't. Smaller ones usually deal with this poorly. She's not doing well, and it's health. Like she's healthy enough, but she's shutting down. She's quitting. Nobody loves her. That's basically it. So. If you can go down there and take a look at Princess Pretty Paws, and first things first, change the goddamn name, and then uh, and then take her home with you. That would be amazing. Great watchdog, too, German Shepherd. She looks the part. She will be the part. She's an only dog, though. Uh, you don't want to find out uh, what she's dealt with on the streets uh, the hard way. She's going to be by herself in the house, and if you're just looking for a best friend to hang out and hike and do all sorts of stuff, she's the one. Amazing dog. Um, it just broke my heart yesterday hanging out with her and realizing that this place is killer. So, and there is a great facility, and it still doesn't matter. She just needs people. Uh, so, go over there. Princess Pretty Paws awaits her new name and her new house, and you guys can do that. Uh, LostHerHomePetRescue.org. Pacifico does that. They'll waive the adoption fees, all that stuff. We're done. Let's get the hell out of here, shall we? You guys have yourselves a fantabulous weekend, and we'll see you Monday right here in the morning segment. So, long. until later. Bye. Forever friends. And remember, everybody, always keep a nice big smile on your face.